Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Tony, if someone dies on your watch, you don't give up. Who said we're giving up? We are for not taking responsibility for our actions. This document just shifts the blame. Sorry, Steve, that... That is dangerously arrogant. This is the United Nations we're talking about. It's not the World Security Council. It's not SHIELD. It's not Hydra. No, but it's run by people with agendas, and agendas change. That's good. That's why I'm here. When I realized what my weapons were capable of in the wrong hands, I shut it down and stopped manufacturing. Tony, you chose to do that. If we sign this, we surrender our right to choose. What if this panel sends us somewhere we don't think we should go? What if there's somewhere we need to go, and they don't let us? We may not be perfect. The safest hands are still our own. If we don't do this now, it's going to be done to us later. This is insane, you guys. Yo, this is sexy. (laughs) Broadcasting live from the internet, it's Tuesday night, and this is the PanelsOnPages.com podcast with your host, Lee Rodriguez. At the end of the day, babies are terrible people, and I'm not sorry for saying it. Jason Nyes. Motherfucker, I won best costume. Jose Guzman. Yeah, I know nothing about Firestorm except for his hat's always burning. And Kelly Harris. Boy, oh, love it appears we got a penis in the mail. <laughs> I glued my fucking eyes shut. <laughs> I just want to see all uh-huh. these Yelp reviews of Jose's jizz. <laughs> Oh, sorry, I knocked over the salt. Like you had anything better to do. Oh, what the hell is going on, everybody? Today is Tuesday, May the 10th, 2016, and this is episode number 338 of the com podcast. Find all of our shows at pcn.panelsonpages.com. I'm your host, the Lord Reverend Lee Rodriguez co-owner of hell and joining me on the line tonight we got mr jason nice who'd have thunk that the easiest way to make jose's audio sound better is for lee to record through his ipad (laughs) jose guzman update to the show opening i do know a little more about firestorm oh flies (laughs) (laughs) and uh kelly harris what's up sir here comes that boy oh shit what up <laughs> you kids and you young kids in your memes man dank memes dank memes dank ass memes oh god all right so yeah yeah so first off apologies for uh missing out on uh last week's show uh the the Nises were out celebrating anniversary things that was, that was wonderful good for them happy Correct. anniversary again thank you you crazy kids. Three years? Uh, and Yeah, that's fucking nuts. I mean, I was there that day. Yeah. I remember, I was there. It was awesome. He said, I wasn't just there. I was in it. <laughs> it's I true. To win it. Instrumental in that shit. Uh, and then uh, I was having terrible uh, computer things last week, which are not still completely fixed yet. See, here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I, I, a few years ago, bought a bunch of parts. 
uh, IBM parts and built myself a uh, computer to run OS X and, and you know, Mac uh, applications and shit like that. That's to run some perfect. sex? It's some OS X. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, okay, okay, OS. okay, okay. You can run sex on a PC. It's got to have one of those crazy ass, like, uh, Japanese fuck robots to go with it. It's fine. They're cross platform. <laughs> it's awesome. Um, but, you know, when you do that kind of shit, you can't just go into the App Store and click the button to make an update. This is not a thing you can do, like for the operating system at least. That doesn't happen. So, you know. Finally, I said, you know what? Okay, I got I to bite the bullet and do this thing. That was uh, 10 days ago. Uh, God. And the computer still cannot make a sound. Um, everything else is great. It's running fucking fast and smooth. Everything looks great. The El Capitan operating system looks fucking cool. But I simply cannot uh, get these sound drivers to load and recognize the onboard sound on the motherboard. Uh, I don't think it can be done. I have enlisted some serious help, and I don't think it's possible. So I did the thing I should have done, I don't know, nine days ago. And fucking, you know, bought a USB audio interface. That'll be here Thursday. And if that doesn't fix it, I'm going to lose my goddamn mind. <laughs> because that that has to do it. That 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 has to be it. That, that has to be the answer. There's no other answer. That has to be it. So, I yeah. feel like I've gone so long without drastic computer issues that I'm due and it gives me just a little bit of anxiety. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's it's, and the worst part is like, I straight up brought this on myself. Like, <laughs> like it's not like okay, I have no choice. I have to do this. It's like ah, it's probably time. You know, the old girl's getting a little sluggish now and again. Perhaps she'd feel better if we uh, you know, gave her the old update. Stupid man. That was a stupid, stupid thing stupid, to do. Stupid, stupid man. Stupid man. Fucking dumb is what that was. But, oh, God. And, of course, you know, and part of the process is you have to make this, uh, like, a like a, a boot drive, a, boot, a bootable thumb drive, you know. And the one we had wasn't quite big enough at the time. So, you know what, fine, whatever. This is going to be great, right? So I'll just take the one that has my current mount line installation on and we'll just ride over that one because what could possibly go wrong the answer is everything uh, <laughs> so I didn't even have a viable means to go back to the way that it was <laughs> oh. <laughs> although I would have done that shit a long time ago like, yeah. I fucking go back it's fine yeah uh, ha- learning about like system restore definitely uh, saved me a few times in the past you know 10 years but not having that ability. Well, what it what it did for me at least this whole experience has has really kind of shined a light on my ignorance of a lot of the background stuff that happens in Mac the the OS X because like I can I know my the ins and outs of Windows pretty pretty handily you know but it's a different critter man it's it's not it is not the same bottom line and. You know, it's like, oh, we go check this out and check this out and check this out. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck these things are. Like, you know, the, I don't know where the fucking control panel lives, you know? So it's been uh, a learning experience for sure. But I, I'm ready for this shit to be over with. Because, like, I don't want to commit and, you know, 
fix all my shit in the off chance that, you know, we're, we're still not quite there yet, you know? So some of my, my scripts and stuff aren't running the way they're supposed to yet. And that's, again, that's on me for not wanting to put all the eggs in that, let's say, uh, haphazard basket just yet. And if that were not enough, uh, I still don't have a pool that works with money, with, with, with water yet. Uh, but I have a giant hole in my backyard. <laughs> level surface. Well, one of the guys. Yeah, but you fill that, that hole up with water, and you got a you got a my, pool. One of my boys, the guy I roll with, he's a contractor. I'm like, hey, he come and level out a chunk of lawn. He's like, yes. You remember the machine came out, and you know, at this deepest spot, the difference was about a foot and a half where we want to put this damn pool. Because hey, if it's coming out, we're gonna put it where the fuck we want to put it, right? So he just obliterates. Oh, I don't know. Let's see. I'll say about a thousand square feet of the yard, <laughs> like, which is gonna be fine. Basically, basically a back. basically a mid-sized apartment. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it probably is. It's certainly bigger than the first couple apartments we had. And you know, because like, that dirt had to go somewhere, and so it went outside the area. But by God, in the center of that, it's a fucking twenty-foot circle. Flat as shit. So, <laughs> so then I drain the pool, uh, disassemble the pool down to its almost most basic of elements, and I have to get you know some people to help me move it. Um, no part of this has been fun. No part of it has been fast nor easy. Uh, it's been awful. I don't regret much. Buying a pool is on that short list. But uh, <laughs> but when uh, you know my mantra has kind of been. It'll be worth it because it's gonna be cool once it's up. It's up, and it's gonna be rad once it's up. But uh, I'm, you know, about a thousand dollars and a month in, and still dry. <laughs> so I, I'm unswum. So whew. drier than Jose's balls, circa 2011. At least, <laughs> at least oh, that's rough times. <laughs> <laughs> Literally rough, like sandpaper. <laughs> Like, like just, just chalky, chalky and dry. <laughs> called called his balls Ashy Larry. Yeah. All right, we get it. <laughs> <laughs> dry. It's, it's the past, Jose. You gotta laugh at the past. Oh, that's all I can do. Yeah, it's fine. You can't change it. It's all right. Laugh at the past and smile at the future. Goddamn right. Goddamn right. So that, that that's the thing that's got going on. Um, uh, beyond that, though, we, we did have us a fucking date night Saturday, which is a big deal. We don't get to have that very often. Went out, stayed out of our house even. Got us a got us a hotel. Had to call every fucking place in the available in the area and be like, hey, which one y'all got a room that's got a jacuzzi tub in it? Bigger than for, say, I don't know, one person. And we found <laughs> one, and it was awesome. Exactly. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you should have seen if any hotels in the area had above-ground pools. <laughs> <laughs> I'm asking for Fred. <laughs> no, but went out. We, uh, we saw the Captain Americas. Uh, we went to dinner at the, the Cheesecake Factories. Because Nicole fucking loves the Cheesecake Factories. Fancy as fuck. It was, it was the fanciest. Uh, I wore a shirt with buttons on it. That's all I'm going to say. Wow. And then almost as awesome as that whole experience was, uh, I got to watch not one, but two episodes of Common Rider Amazons last night. And it was oh, super fucking rad. So good. So rad. 
I'm all caught up now because now I've just been downloading pretty much everything that that dude puts up <laughs> on the sites. So now I'm watching uh, Zeoger too, and I actually really like that. I know you said you weren't a huge fan, but I, I, I like it quite a bit. It's it's just the right amount of goofy for me. Yeah, I haven't seen much of that. I might try to catch up a little bit more. But uh, have you watched the uh, Garo? Garo? No, because I think. I've been hearing that's like part of a big series and people like uh, in the okay. comments list all these character names. And I was like, I don't know what the fuck any of this is. Fair enough. So I have, I avoided that one, but I did watch the crazy common Rider drive movie that they put up today. And that uh, thing is pretty bananas. Yeah. That's the one where like he had like these little like matchbox cars and put in his wrist thing to get his powers and shit. Right. Or was it a belt too? I forget. Uh, it was in the belt, but like it wasn't really following Drive. It was following a side character. Like oh, okay. Chase, and he's like a cyborg, and it's just crazy stuff that involves like some kind of robot religion. Oh. And it it opens up with like a disembodied voice coming from a belt talking to a robot that's crucified. <laughs> Holy fuck! Yeah, it's nuts. That's amazing. Yeah, I know we talk about it, but you guys need to track that. You get to get on the Common Rider Ghost because his finishing move has become just slicing guys across the neck or belly until they die. Like, no, nothing fancy about it. He, at one point, whipped a crazy whip thing around a monster's neck, pulled it off of a roof, and sliced it in half with his Batman arm blades. It was so cool, you guys. I do like that his finishing move isn't like the Omega Drive. It's the Extreme Punish or something like that. Yeah, yeah it's fucking terrible. It's awesome. Speaking of, you know, uh, cutting somebody off at the throat, have you guys seen this video Jose posted in the population group of crazy cosplay grandpa throwing a Captain America shield and decapitating a dummy? Uh, no. <laughs> Oh, Grandpa's nuts! It's great. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't, I don't know who, I don't know what website it was, but it's just a Grandpa in a Captain America suit with a legit shield. And I guess there's another video because they kept cutting the yeah, pictures he, of him shooting the shield to see if like the shield could really stop bullets or some shit. What, that, but like, this one was him shield? throwing it. Uh, cap shield. Okay, but it's like it's like the prop one that you can Holy buy. Holy shit! No, he he made it. Oh. Yeah, he made a legit shield. He he made it to the specifications, you know the 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 same weight and all that shit, the same way to hold it. And he had one he of those that like dummy's uh, head off. Yeah, you know, one of those like MythBuster dummies that replicates flesh and bones and all that shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he just chucks it to see if you could actually kill somebody with the shield. I clipped the clicked the link here, and that looks oh, pretty rad. Oh, that's brutal. I don't know what it sounds like though, because you know most out of my goddamn computer. It sounds like that old man's having a fucking blast. Oh, yeah. He's, he's, he, like, fucking laughs. He's like, ah, that's fucking cool. He's like, I'm fucking Captain America. <laughs> he literally looks like Stan Lee, which he is does. great. He does. Yeah, he must have done a video prior where he just shot at the shield that he made because it's got a bunch of uh, yeah. bullet indentations in it, and they show cutaways of these bullets just disintegrating as they hit the cap shield. So, this guy's kind of a badass. He's kind of a badass. Uh, I I think I saw a preview for another one of his videos 
where he makes a Star Wars blaster and he's dressed like Han Solo. (laughs) (laughs) Crazy cosplay grandpa, man. Yeah, the first one, he knocks the damn head off of the dummy and basically just puts like a four-inch divot in just the clavicle of this dummy. Second one... Second one, he says he he hits it like around the sternum, and he says yeah, so he, let's aim, let's aim for middle mass. Yeah, middle mass. He says it it broke ribs. There's internal bleeding. He one of the ribs popped out of the side. Yeah, yeah. Jeez. And he's he's an old crazy cosplay grandpa. Imagine if you had Steve Rogers powers. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking nuts, man. It, yeah, it, he's it's like not what? as thick as. It's not as sick as the sound that Daredevil's baton makes when he hits a fucking dude. But, <laughs> oh, I love that sound. But the sounds that Cap Shield make when he hits a dude in the movie are pretty good. They're pretty good sounds. But that's fucking. Oh wild. shit! You guys excited? That comes out next week. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm hearing rumors, but Batman versus Superman may be better. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Christ, my cracker. Oh, man. Well, See, that's Lee, well, there was one story that I was kind of hoping to hear from you since we've been gone for two weeks. You did another wedding, and you had another man of God approach you to start talking to you about your oh. ministry. Oh, yeah. I kind of forgot about that. Yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> yeah. I uh, did, a, did a wedding. Um, it was lovely. Everything's great there. Uh, and then the uh, father of the groom, no less, comes up and says, "Oh, hi." I'm like, "Hey, how's it going?" He says, "You must be the are you are you the preacher?" And I said, "Yep, that's me." <laughs> he said, "You must be the prom king, lord of the town, <laughs> emperor." I've heard of. Uh, and then proceeded to immediately launch into uh, his formative years. At the at the South Carolina Bible College, I'm like, oh, is that right? Oh, that's really cool. Going to this this. He goes, saw you in the SC. Yeah, it's, and, and and only you know to make matters you know all this the uh, postscript of the story was he found out that like he was God however many years into his education or whatever and found out the school wasn't accredited and I'm like, well, you went been there. It's <laughs> like you know going to the cookie gym. You know, those words don't necessarily belong together in that order, but whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah. And he's like, so where did you study? I said, study? Oh, no, man. I paid 12 bucks on the internet. Didn't knock that shit right out. And he's like, <laughs> but he was actually super cool with it. He goes, really? I go, yeah. And he says, and that's legit, huh? I go, sure, why not? Why is it not legit? I'll just pay for- <laughs> why not? He's <laughs> like, like why, would it, wouldn't, why wouldn't it be legit? It's fine. And he goes, huh, okay. And he said, Oh, maybe I'll do that. I go, bro, why not? Why not do that? You can totally do that. <laughs> you want to have a little church thing going on? Go for it, man. I'll write you the letter. It's like, oh, no right, taxes. Cool. He was super cool about it. Yeah, I love that. Not only was the guy super cool about it, but Lee didn't miss a beat. Like, he didn't hem or haw or anything. He's like, ah, oh, fuck you. I got this on the internet for 12 bucks. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, no. There's no reason to him or No, there's not. The bottom of my cereal. You're 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 a legit reverend, and you've done many a wedding, and you're you're proud of it, and you love getting into religious discussions with people. 
If oh, anybody yeah. says something, you can say, well, when's the last time you saw a pastor choke someone out? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're about to break some fucking barriers tonight, kids. <laughs> Holla fucking Luya. Choke. <laughs> yeah, so everyone's pretty cool. Although the, the groom uh, told me only after the fact that apparently the bride's family is super duper Catholic. I'm like, oh. This is big information that before, when maybe I wouldn't have run my fucking mouth to your dad. Because the last thing I want is a pissed off Catholic Puerto Rican mom thinking that her daughter's wedding isn't good enough. So let's keep this quiet from now on. Well, <laughs> you know, to be fair, uh, Groom's dad is a preacher. Bride's family is super Catholic. What are they doing hiring you? <laughs> like I think, yeah. that's I think that's on them. Yeah, I think specifically, you know, one I'm a hell of a lot cheaper than other mm-hmm. folks would be for mm-hmm. sure because that shit is not cheap under more circumstances. And he's not religious at all. So he was kind of looking for something that was like not religious. Yeah. You know, so. Lee, have you ever thought of? You know how there's like the, the the Vegas Elvis wedding. Oh yeah. You need to do like a wrestling wedding, like a, a lucha <laughs> wedding. Oh, oh, that'd be cool. Where 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 it's just themed around that. And, you know, you got the you got the lucha mask on. You got your fucking priest robe going, dude. I would marry someone in a lucha mask so fucking fast. You don't even understand. And that's the thing, but like, like you know, it's it's a square, it, it's the ring. I'll draw up a business plan. I'll get back. <laughs> no, that'd be fucking awesome. That'd be great. It's super fun. Hey, uh, Jose, you just need to hurry up and propose already. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's not going for that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's someone out there that will, but she ain't going for that one. It's like, no, no, no. It'd be cute and all, but you know. Let's not go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he would be my valet for life. Where are you going? <laughs> Put that down. Don't hit me. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, good times. So yeah, uh, with any luck, we'll have this goddamn pool up and ready to go uh, in time for our Fourth of July festivities. So, yeehaw. If not. Uh, I'm sure there's a Toys R Us locally. We can get a slip and slide. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I might have had a slip and slide here last year. I don't even remember. A lot of things happening. Slip yeah, and slides are fun. Slip and slides are a lot more fun in concept because you forget that after, you know, numerous people slide down that slip and slide on a, you know, in a backyard, you know, that slip and slide gets pretty dirty and gross. Oh, and, it's covered in grass. And. And dirt and sand. Well, in Florida, you know, all of our dirt is sand. So you're Rocks. just you're you're basically just sliding through wet sandpaper. Oh. Yeah, I hadn't thought about that. Then you have to get up and pretend you loved it. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? What you got going on, Kelly? Oh, I got a lot of stuff going on. Uh, oh, the kids stories. I've been busy. Uh, I've been in the past two weeks. I've been to various suburbs of Chicago twice. <laughs> nice. Uh, the first trip was to the DC Retailers Summit on last, not this past Thursday, but the Thursday before then, which was held okay. at the 
Hyatt Regency O'Hare where we used to go for Wizard World. Oh yeah. Yep. I recognize that where Limp Biscuit played. I recognized <laughs> that lobby because uh, I might have been uh, a little uh, uh, inebriated in that lobby a, a few times. <laughs> Thinking which that one? I, the, the the first Wizard World. Wizard World. The yeah. Saturday show. What do you mean Saturday show? Where shit went nuts. You understood Pink Floyd? Yes. That hotel? <laughs> <laughs> yes, that hotel. Uh, that was good times. The hotel lobby where I looked up and I thought I imagined David Bowie walking upside down. <laughs> you know, it's because it was so good. Yeah. That, that was the Attitude Era. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the, uh, the Retailer Roadshow was a lot of fun. And after going to that thing, I'm actually a lot more hopeful for DC Rebirth than I was before. Like they're make, they're putting a lot of good business business decisions into it, and I I'm, I like what they're doing. Well, that's good. Yeah, and I give Jim Lee all the credit in the world because that dude was sick as hell. Oh, uh, really? Like, holy shit, was he sick? Like, at one point after the thing was over, you could go over and like talk to Jim Lee and get some of your free shit signed. And like, we heard him talking to the people in line in front of us, and he's like, "Yeah, I got a Z pack this morning." Like, holy shit. You've got the plague if you're taking a Z pack. <laughs> Who is he? CM Punk? I know. <laughs> eh, I think it was all a ploy to get sympathy so no one asked him about Eddie Berganza. <laughs> yeah, I thought about it and then I looked around the room and I was like, this is not the place for that. <laughs> <laughs> this is a real sausage fest. <laughs> yeah, you gotta you gotta take the temperature sometimes. <laughs> But I will say, so I walk in, we walk into the room, and there's, like, a big old thing of food. Like, just, like, refreshments and stuff. And they had nice nice shit. Like, I got, they had, <laughs> like, those uh, tiny bottles of Starbucks coffee, and I got a nice, I got some tea they had. And I look over at the food, and there's just this giant pile of bananas. <laughs> so I was like, I gotta have one of DC's bananas. I got, they, they look so good. I gotta have a DC banana. Like, it was an absurd amount of bananas. Like, it, yeah, it was ridiculous. Like, there was all the other food, reasonable amounts, and just this gigantic pile of bananas. There was enough bananas for everyone there to have two bananas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I take my banana, I'm eating it, and I finish it. I look around the room. There's no garbage cans. So I'm just like, shh. And that banana got you. That nature produces with its own garbage. Yeah, so I'm like, shit, I hang out here with this banana peel the rest of the night. <laughs> and then I'm sitting there on my phone. All of a sudden, I just hear, I don't, I honestly don't know what he was speaking. It was either Spanish or Italian. But he says something to me, and this old man takes my banana peel and just keeps going on his way. So it's like he worked for the hotel, and he was there just to pick up our garbage. Instead of just bringing us a garbage can so we can throw it away ourselves, they had a dude wander around and just grab our gr- trash with his hands. That's a union <laughs> job, man. Yep. And then also, no, 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 no. We're gonna hire someone for that. <laughs> the other thing that they had an absurd amount of was Jelly Belly jelly beans. Classic. And let me tell you something. You got some gourmet jelly beans. 
I'm gonna eat me my fill of gourmet jelly. <laughs> Didn't you say something to the effect of you wanted to fill your fanny pack with jelly beans? Yeah, I wish I had had my fanny pack with me so I could have just taken the ladle that they had for the jelly beans and just <laughs> filled it up. Fill, just filled the whole thing to the brim. And then it would have sounded like it was filled with somas. Yeah. But yeah, so I went up, we got, they had like little cups you could fill. I went up and re- refilled my little cup three times. <laughs> I, really some, I fucking love jelly beans. I'm getting that. <laughs> He's like putting it in his pockets. <laughs> I really thought about it, and then I looked behind me and saw that they had taken them away. <laughs> all the food, like, all, the food was starting to go away, but that was like the first thing they grabbed. <laughs> it's... Some guys in the corner talking to a staff pointing to Kelly. They all go and just take <laughs> the jelly bellies. It's like that fucking kid's taking all the jelly beans. We're not going to have them for the next stop. He fucking keeps eyeballing the bananas. Watch those. <laughs> but yeah, the uh, the roadshow thing itself was pretty cool. Uh, it was actually really informative. It seems DC is going to try and get their ducks in a row with this. Like, they want... <laughs> it seems to me that, you know, after... The you know bigger complaints about the new Figure Two launch is that it was so editorial driven. To have this thing that they're just kind of unabashedly saying is yes, editorially driven. It's kind of an interesting move. Yeah, and it's but it sounds like it's good editorial driven in a way because it sounds like everyone's communicating as mm. opposed to the new Fifty Two where it seemed like everyone was just doing their own thing. Because <laughs> it sounds like. Jeff Johns is moving from his writing role into more of an editorial role. From how they explained it to us, he's going to be making sure that characters are consistent from book to book to book. Which is something that the new New 52 actually did need in the early days. Yeah, that is a thankless fucking job. Yeah. Yeah, and it sounds like, from what they were saying, DC's trades are going to actually be released on a decent schedule instead of the shit show they have now. So they're. It seemed. It sounded like they're. What they're telling us is they're skipping the hardcover step for everything now. So everything's just going straight into trades, and then depending on how it does in sales, they'll make like deluxe hardcovers based on that kind of stuff. Well, what they did was they, you know, when they by starting all the damn number ones at the same time, that mean that all the trades came out at the same time. Yeah. So instead, they just space them out. Fucking crazy. Yeah. I think the Catwoman trade came out like. A year after issue six came out, <laughs> uh-huh. it was something nuts like that. Yeah, fucking crazy. They had gone through nine creative teams by that time. Yeah, <laughs> seventeen <laughs> different controversies. Problem I built on a nineteenth book. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'm actually pretty hopeful about things, and we got to take a look at some uh, pages of stuff, and the Wonder Woman art looks amazing. Like, Liam Sharp. I'd never seen this dude's work before, but holy shit, that book is gorgeous. Right on. What's uh, Azarello work? Is he working on anything for them? Uh, He's doing Dark Knight, and that's it. Oh! Which is off the schedule now, isn't it? Oh, god, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. way the fuck off the schedule. <laughs> they, it got so far off the schedule, the, the like side issue they threw in that's a prequel to the original Dark Knight series uh, is off schedule too. Oh, that's right! Yeah. That's just supposed to be out like last month. Yeah. That's coming out maybe at the end of this month? Last I checked? 
See, that's kind of funny. They're trying like in the middle of this. Hey, look how much our shit together is. God damn it! Not not that shit. No, the yeah. other shit. That's uh, that's too bad. And that's why for they said for the um, twice shipping books, they're putting two artists on each book sure. or each title. So they're like, it's gonna ship on time. They're like, we're not doing it as. They said they really wanted to get across to the creators. This isn't your book. This is our collective book. Everyone's working together so we can get this out. And then Dan Didio had... like He's a really interesting guy to listen to talk about comics because you can tell his tastes aren't what lines up with the overall consumer's tastes. And it's really fun, it's really fun to hear him actually get excited about stuff because like he was so hyped to talk to talk about the Hanna-Barbera line line. And it's just like, that's not what people really care about. (laughs) I mean, I care about the future quest book, but outside of that, I mean, eh. yeah, I saw the preview of that Scooby-Doo book and it looks fucking dreadful. Oh man. Is that the one where he's a hipster? Yeah. yeah, they revealed to us that they all meet, that it's an origin story, and they all meet at Burning Man. Oh, no, God, that's, no, that's, that's a joke. Fuck off. That's a joke. Come <laughs> no, on, it's not. That's it's a, not. No, it's it better not be. A joke. Oh, like they mentioned it like four times. It's not a joke. <laughs> oh, I, I just, I just, I don't know what I just did. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I oh, yeah, think I the, just shit throw up. And while we were looking at the art, like they there was a dude watching the tables. We were flipping through these binders, and the dude comes over to the the guy watching the tables, like, "Hey, make make sure no one's taking pictures." And he's like, "Yeah." He's like, "Oh man, I already took pictures of everything and sent it to Rich Johnson." <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, that was a that was a good time. That was a, what you that call was a good trip. part of the problem. Yeah. Oh, and while before we went to the DC thing, we stopped at Portillo's. Woo! And I had the greatest Italian beef sandwich I've ever eaten. And and Kelly is a new Portillo's convert. You you've only had Portillo's for the first time in the past month, right? That one wrestling show. Uh no. The, the well now I had gone once at C2E2. Okay. This pat, this mo- not the one that I didn't go to, obviously, but the C two E two that we were all last at. Right. But so no, I you won have, then. We didn't have a sandwich that day, though, right? I don't. I, I know I had a cake shake. I don't yeah, know if that. I got food or not. Like I don't think I did. Maybe I did. I don't know. But I had a cake shake. That was delicious. But this time I just got the Italian beef, and holy shit, that Italian beef was amazing and made every other Italian beef that I've ever had. Just pretty much tastes like a pile of garbage. <laughs> pile of <laughs> pile of wet newspaper. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was so good. Oh my god. Uh, so you know, while we're on the topic, a Portillo's opened in Florida uh, last month. The first Portillo's. So for Mother's Day, me, Mary, my mom, and my dad made uh, the four-hour round trip to eat Portillo's on Mother's Day and. God damn, it was fucking worth it. <laughs> Holy shit. My fingers smelled like hot dogs the rest of the day. <laughs> we'll go for a sandwich, bro. We, between the four of us, not counting uh, desserts, because we got the, the shakes before we left, between the four of us, we spent $60 on Portillo's. Holy shit. Yeah, I got a, 
uh, a combo, which is the Italian beef with the Italian sausage shoved inside of it. I got a hot dog, and I got a tamale, and I got a large fry. Mary you got. Know, man, driving fucking four hours round trip. Yeah, do it up. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah you got. You have to. Like, I'm. I'm going to eat until I'm sick. Mary got one of those chicken sandwiches on the croissant, and she got two tamales because she loves them tamales, and she saved one. She saved one for the next day. Oh boy, like it was. It was so worth it, and it was packed. Lines out the door. We probably waited a half hour for our food, but we knew we knew that was going to be the case. And they had to have a hundred people working behind the the counter in the kitchen. It's not like they were sitting on their fucking hands, right? <laughs> have a goddamn Florida riot on your hands. That's terrible. That's a nightmare world. Yeah, love it. I wish I was there right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah th- and then I, I also I made another trip to Portillo's, but we'll get there. We'll get there in the store. <laughs> so now let's fast forward to this past uh, Saturday, which was Free Comic Book Day. Let, let me tell you something about Free Comic Book Day. <laughs> It sucks. It sucks and I hate it. I hate it so much. It's just the goddamn worst. It's my Vietnam. Your annual Vietnam. It's my annual Vietnam. Every year I go back for another tour. <laughs> yeah, so this year I decided, I don't know why I did this, but I pretty much put myself in charge of organizing the books, unboxing everything, and then bringing it out the day of or I, I did all that the day the day before actually and I, I I didn't actually look at the amount of books like the calculations but I kind of figured it out and it was somewhere around 9,000 books we got for free comic book day Ooh, that's a lot man that's a lot of comics how that's many comics. how many different titles uh 32 Whew. Jesus Christ yeah, there yeah. are a lot yeah, there's a lot. Yeah, we got 32 different books this year. So we're looking at about 300 copies of each book, roughly. Uh, what I figure, I I kind of did the calculations. We got a thousand of the Civil War Prelude book, 800 of the Captain America book, 500 of each of the DC books, about 500 of the of the Rom number one, and then I averaged about 200 of everything else. Sounds about right. Yeah, it was a lot. And so what we do is we just do four comics per person because there's other shops in the area that will just do like you only get one. But if you wear a comic themed shirt, you get two, you get three. So it's like, no, fuck you. You get four no matter what. (laughs) (laughs) And like we even I had someone I was working the line this year. I I was working the register this year. Normally I work the line. Because what we do is you pick out your four books, then you hand them to one of us, we bag it up, we tape the bag, and then hand it back to you. Just, you know, so no one's slipping books in between and walking off with, without paying for stuff. Okay, wait. Yeah. So, like, I had someone ask me if, if they got f- more books for wearing comic shirts. And, like, at that point, I had already just been out of my mind. And I said, <laughs> no... We give everyone four. We're not like those other shops that only give you one or three if you wear comic shirts because we're not trash like them. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, that, and that's when Shoot Week started at uh, on Comic Book Day because then it was just 
It was. It started off. I mean, like early on in the day, I made a fatty Arbuckle joke regarding a Coke <laughs> bottle. So like things were rolling pretty early on. And uh, <laughs> and when you made the trash people joke, you're kind of like, oh man, that felt really good. I'm gonna keep doing that. <laughs> it did. Fucking double down. I don't know why. At one point, I told my coworker Steve to chop me, and he did. And it hurt his hand more than it hurt me, I guess. <laughs> Just to probably give you a little jolt, little, uh, yeah, I, little I, second I wind. Uh, at one point, there's a guy that came in really late, and like it was past close. And he, I ring him up, and he's about to leave. And then he stops and turns around and goes, So, were you guys busy today? Like, he wanted to chat, because this is what this guy does. He just shows up three minutes till close, and then tries to start every goddamn conversation that he can with you. You know, so he says, Oh, are you guys busy? And I say, and I just say, yes. And I'm going to lay down on the floor now. And then I just laid down behind the counter until he left. <laughs> you should have done the old pretending that there's stairs. <laughs> well, hang on, I could you road down. <laughs> if you need me, I'll be in the basement. <laughs> And then after that, we went to Red Robin. And do you guys know that they currently have a burger where the buns are made of deep-fried ramen noodles? Um, no. What? It's delicious. Huh. Well. Yeah, it's like deep-fried ramen noodles are the buns. And then there's like teriyaki sauce on the burger with like a mix of cabbage and other kind of vegetable things. Yeah, it's, it is on their, it is the main image on their website right now. Like, it's really fucking good. And I'll say, that's the first burger I've ever had where the bun was hotter than hotter than the meat. That's funny. Because <laughs> that thing was hard to hold at first. It was stupid hot. <laughs> yeah, it sounds it sounds weird, but it's actually really good. Excuse probably, me, I, I recommend it. Probably a lot of good textures in there. A lot of yeah. Good, good mouthfeel. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that so that was free comic book day. And then the next day was Mother's Day. Went out to brunch, and uh, that morning, I, I've started making my mom cards over the past couple of years instead of buying them. It's, it's smart. Yeah, it's more fun to make them. So I I'd normally like you know I I get an idea and then I do it. And I just hadn't been thinking of anything. I hadn't been thinking of anything anything. So then finally Sunday morning it came to me. So I just found found a graphic. Slapped it on. It was from the a Young Bucks t-shirt. It says, Too Sweet Me. And then you open it up, and it says, I hope your Mother's Day is too sweet. <laughs> <laughs> so there we go. And then, Sunday was a magical journey. Justin and I took a trip down to Chicago Ridge, Illinois, for Ring of Honor's pay-per-view Global Wars. And we were going there particularly because because the stars of New Japan Pro Wrestling would be making some appearances, including and the Bullet Club. More excited to be a wrestling show. <laughs> I was so hyped to be That's there. A pretty fucking cool event, man! Like it, it was awesome. Like first, I stopped stopped at the merch table, got myself a new Okada shirt, bought some Okada bucks so I can have those. Because when he comes to the ring, everyone throws fake money in the air. Because he's the rainmaker. 
But I decided, you know what? I'm just going to buy a pack of this money and just keep it. Because someday I'll use this. I know for sure I'm going to pop some open and just keep it in my wallet. Because why not? <laughs> just try and spend it somewhere. Yeah, try and spend it at Toys R Us. <laughs> yeah. This $100,000 bill. <laughs> Japanese man on it. <laughs> You didn't hear about that? Man. They're putting Harry Tubman on the 20 and uh, Tanahashi on the 100,000. <laughs> oh, man, that'd be so awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was such a cool show. Like, I got to see Jushin Liger in person for the first time. Oh, that's cool. And that was awesome. Because that dude is one of the very few living legends that are still active and are still great in the ring. Like, he's still so good for his age like his match recently against kushida wrestling Duntaku was amazing and so it was just super cool to be able to see him live and there was there was a scary spot where he got dumped on his head and but he he seemed okay well for a minute like oh shit yeah like your show (laughs) that's kind of what i was worried about for a second glad we came to this one yeah (laughs) exactly yeah uh, also got to see uh, a tag match with Tanahashi and Michael Elgin versus uh, Okada and Moose. Moose! Moose! <laughs> and getting to see Okada and Tanahashi in the same ring was amazing. Like, that, those, got, those two had my favorite match of the year so far at Wrestle Kingdom. And they just as the match starts, they're just standing in the ring, and I've never been a part of a louder crowd where everyone is just chanting holy shit at these two dudes standing. <laughs> <laughs> like, I have never lost my mind at a wrestling show as much as I had for that moment. It was so cool. I am they, so glad. Yeah, they had a great match. I got an awesome picture of Okada hitting the Rainmaker on Elgin. I was super happy with that. Uh, got to see Ishii take on Bobby Fish in a super was- hard-hitting match. <laughs> That was kind of like when we were excited, we got a picture of Miss Hancock bending over, getting into the ring. Like, <laughs> this this made the night worth it. Nailed it. And then the ending of the show happened, which I'm still not sure how I feel about it. Because, like, I was really enjoying the match that was happening. It was Colt Cabana and his hometown uh, getting a title shot against Jay Lethal. And the match was pretty great. And then suddenly the Young Bucks came out with two Bullet Club shirts, the light goes out, and then Adam Cole's in the ring with him as the new member of the Bullet Club, and they proceed to superkick everybody in sight. The referees, ring attendants, security guys, commentators. Fans. Everyone, yeah. Pretty much everyone. And they just... I think on the uh, on the pay-per-view, they had actually had a superkick counter for earlier in the night. <laughs> And at the end of the the show, the super kick counter for that one segment was at fifty one. It's a lot of super kicks, bro. It was a lot of super kicks, and like it was fun to be there live. But I'm pretty sure if I had been watching at home, I would have been super mad for the for the show ending that way. <laughs> but then it was pretty great because after the show went off the air. One of the Young Bucks just stands up and goes, the merch table is now open. And then they just cut their way through the crowd to the merch table uh, and start selling Bullet Club, Bullet Club shirts. <laughs> oh, and in that, in that whole segment, also the Young Bucks super kicked their own dad. 
because <laughs> he was at ringside, and then he came to the ri- he came into the ring to stop the madness, and they super kicked him. <laughs> the old buck. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was that was my past couple of weeks, or my past two weeks, and. Global Wars was an awesome time. I was so, I'm was i so happy I got the chance to go to that. That's some goddamn adventures, Kelly. Oh, and I did go to Portillo's again that day. Uh, the, I also I got the Italian beef again. Not as good as you the should. First, not as good as the first one. Oh. Still good. You just you're always just gonna be chasing that that one. That, yeah. that one that one food high. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was like this was good. This wasn't as good, though. It, it wasn't <laughs> squirting juice out. Like, <laughs> well, you know, you can get it. You can get it at different levels of wet, right? I don't know. They never asked. Like, you I can either get it. You can either get it dry. You can either get it dry, which is just them taking the Italian beef and putting it on the bun, which it still, you know, soaks into the bread a little bit. So yeah. it's not really dry. You can get it. Dry, you can get it uh, with uh, extra gravy, which is like a little ladle on there. Yeah. They'll pour, pour a little little ladle of gravy on there, or you can get it dipped where they take your entire sandwich and submerge it completely in the gravy. Yeah, I think the first one I had might have been the middle one. Yeah. But yeah, they never asked me, so I was just like, I'll just let them do their thing. But now <laughs> I might have to ask for just a, a, a little juicier. Yeah, uh, I actually took a menu home f- uh, from our trip Sunday, and that's what I've been reading when I sit on the toilet lately. <laughs> just just remembering our great Portillo's trip. Uh, remember that time? <laughs> yeah, they're building one closer to me now, which I'm super excited oh, about. Oh, you lucky duck. I know. Yeah, we got <laughs> home, and I immediately tweeted at Portillo's, like, hey, Build one closer to us. <laughs> I, I, I remember reading a couple years ago back when uh, Dick Portillo, like the fucking guy, he sold he sold everything off. Like, he sold the the franchise option. Like, he owned them all and he sold them. He pulled a fucking Jimmy Buffett, huh? He sold them, but kept the land. Right. So, not only did he sell off his franchise and make God knows how much money, is it? If he, but now he's also charging them rent. To stay on the land. Gotcha, motherfuckers. That's yeah. smart. Holy yeah. shit. That's he some, might be a fucking genius. That's some crazy slumlord shit. Yeah. <laughs> but that's some, that's you know, some fucking Universal paying Marvel to or Disney to use their goddamn Hulk roller coaster. Yep. <laughs> but you know, his name is Dick Portillo. That sounds like a move a guy named Dick Portillo would make. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, I got one more story from my past week. Go so fr- Friday before Free Comic Book Day, I was moving all the boxes around. And also, I didn't look at the weather before I went to work. I didn't know it was going to be 80 that day. So, like, I showed up to work in a sweatshirt and jeans. So I'm sweating my ass off moving all this shit around. And at <laughs> one point... You might not going to be 80, but you're going to be moving boxes, son. Jesus. Well, normally it's, like, cold in the back room. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, so normally it's like kind of colder back there, so I just figure I'll wear jeans, I'll be fine. I had no idea, because, like, here's the thing. The day before, it was 50. And the day after, it was 50. (laughs) (laughs) 
So I didn't even think to look at the weather because it's going to be 50, right? No, it's 80. So I'm sweating. I'm tired. I had been lifting so many fucking boxes of comics. And at one point, there is one stack that I put in the dolly and I just couldn't get it to, you know, lift upright. And I just look at the pile of boxes and without even thinking, the words that came out of my mouth were to tell the boxes to shit tits and piss dicks. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, you know, if I wasn't this delirious, I probably couldn't have come up with that. <laughs> <laughs> Going on Twitter. <laughs> uh, shit tits and piss dicks. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Copyright it. <laughs> Open up a Pro Wrestling Tees store for yourself, yeah. and that's your only shirt. Uh, reminds me of how, like, Bobby Fish has a shirt now that just says, Bobby Fish, the king shit of fuck mountain. <laughs> <laughs> uh, love it. Hey, yeah, that, that's what I've been up to, guys. <laughs> You've had some adventures, sir. I did. That shit's solid. You're you're good. Yeah. Oh man, I thought of another thing. Oh shit, son! So Thursday night, I uh, went to go see Riff Tracks had one of their like live performance thingies. So uh, a friend of uh, and I went to go see it. We completely forgot that Captain America was coming out. Oh, so the you. fucking theater is just packed. <laughs> and we're like, why? Why is this? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh my god. So we were one of like the eight people there to not see Captain America, <laughs> and we're standing in line for twenty minutes to get our concessions. And like we keep seeing, I keep expecting like customers to walk up to us, and be like, "Oh man, you you gotta go see uh, Captain America." And like, no, we're gonna go see this Rift Tracks movie. It was a good time. Like, I will say, there was... Ah, fuck, I can't even remember the name. It was, like, Speed of Time or something? Time Masters. That's it. And, like, halfway through the movie, there's this one character that just starts going on a tirade about how if they could go back in time, they would keep the ragheads from coming to America. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. And it came out of nowhere, too. Like, that was the craziest part about that scene, where it's just all of a sudden, oh, oh my. <laughs> this guy, uh, guess this movie's a little racist now, huh? This movie has a new thesis statement. Yeah. But yeah, uh, so that was that was my trip of time where I went to the movies on Captain America's opening night, not knowing it was Captain America's opening night. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> to watch a racist movie. To watch the, the Rift Tracks live thing that was kind of racist at one point. So, you have not seen Captain America yet? No, I'll be seeing it on Friday, probably. Ooh, Either Friday or Thursday. Friday. That's like a weekend, son. Oh, and then Saturday will be even better, because that will be the first annual uh, Pokin Open tournament. Are you guys aware of what Pokin is? Uh, no. uh, I mean, you know, I, I I do it a few times a month with my wife. <laughs> I'm about to poke on occasion. <laughs> Pokin I've been poking. is the <laughs> Pokemon fighting game. <laughs> to the right. As in Tekken tournament. 
Pokin tournament. It is a oh. Pokemon one-on-one fighting game. So we're going to have a tournament, and the prize is the winner gets, gets a wish granted. <laughs> you get you get a wish granted. It, it's got to be a reasonable wish, but as the other collective losers of the tournament, you have to you have to grant the wish. Uh huh. So I decided but, I, I already came up with what my wish is going to be. Somebody's getting their dick sucked. <laughs> <laughs> I just want someone to take me on a lovely day to the zoo. That, that's my wish. Uh, after a dick sucking. <laughs> <laughs> I want my dick sucked by a tiger. <laughs> Make it happen. I was say, but I was uh, I went to I went to Hastings on Saturday because not really any. I was going out later with the lady. And, you know, we were going to do fucking date things. I didn't want to go to a comic store. You know, it was going to be like 6 o'clock anyway, so all the good shit be gone. So I made the trek to Hastings a little earlier in the afternoon. By the time I got there, most of the big books were gone. But I'm like, okay, cool, fine. At least maybe they'll have some kind of a special sales. No, nothing. So it was kind of a bust. But while I was there, they were apparently trying, and I mean trying their goddamnest, to make a Super Smash Brothers tournament happen. <laughs> It's like, I don't know if they just didn't promote it right or whatever, but there was like, every once in a while, the PA would come on and be like, all right, go ahead and run to register up front, and we're going to have a Super Smash Brothers tournament, winning gets a $25 gift card, this and that, whatever. Come on back. I walk into a thing. Still waiting to get that uh, Super Smash Brothers tournament underway. Go ahead and go up front, sign up. And so I walked over there, and there was like, literally nobody. Like, <laughs> no one wants to play Super Smash Brothers for this guy. And like, it's as if he just drew the fucking short straw to be the Smash Brothers dude. And he was really upset about it. <laughs> and unfortunately, I had to be I had to get back home. Otherwise, I would have won by default and got twenty five bucks. <laughs> say, they just have you fight a computer character. Yeah. Now, but lose because I haven't touched a Wii controller in a long time. So, Wait, did you nice? see the uh, new Pokemon that they got coming out? No. I like one. It's ju- it's a ca- it's a fire cat, and its name is Litten. Okay. So it's, it's just nice because you can say it's lit. <laughs> <laughs> it's your boy. <laughs> what up? Oh shit! Oh shit! What up? <laughs> Shit's getting lit in here. <laughs> oh god. What you got going on, nice? Oh, uh, it, it's it's been a pretty eventful couple of weeks for me as well. Uh, two weekends ago. Uh, Mary's job had a company picnic and uh you know she's been working there since last September the first big job uh event that she had was a Christmas party but that was when we were in India so I missed that and you know she actually likes this job and likes the people she works with so as my husbandly duties I I would agree to go along to this company picnic of course and right. you know weeks in advance I had already agreed to do it and then the week of, she tells me, you know what? They're getting Four Rivers to cater. And Four Rivers is the best barbecue in town. So like that was just a bonus for me. I showed up. We were we got there like five minutes late, but we were pretty much the first people there. And just tables full of tinfoil oh. oh. tin boxes filled with brisket and pulled pork and pulled chicken and beans and coleslaw and oh my mouth is watering right now so it was just a matter of us standing around and twiddling our thumbs until somebody said all right let's eat 
<laughs> and then we literally, you know, it, it was supposed to go from 11 to 1 or 11 to 3. I forget which one. So we were there at 11. And by 12, we had already had like three plates. <laughs> you know, nice. everybody that was already there. So we were all full Putting of meat. shit in your pocket. Hell yeah. We were already full <laughs> of meat and hanging out and watching a bunch of uh, people that I assume are older than me playing beach volleyball. And I said, while I'm sitting there watching them, I, I, I felt like I was going to be sore the next day just watching because, <laughs> man, that is a lot of exertion. Oh, yeah. And to go from, like, no exertion to beach volleyball. Fuck that. To go from, you know, barbecue deliciousness to beach volleyball. Yes, like that, that too. That too. Oh, man. Why would you do that? And then, you know, we're just there hanging out and, and talking to people and watching beach volleyball. And, like, come, like, 1 o'clock when the barbecue is supposed to end, like, more and more people start showing up. And I'm like, sorry about your damn luck, but we already ate all the fucking barbecue. You should have got here early for some breakfast BBQ. That was so good. And I couldn't stop from telling everyone that I met, like, oh, yeah, she told me there was going to be four rivers. And I was like, I'm fucking there. <laughs> <laughs> I am so there. And then uh, the next day we went and saw Keanu, uh, which is the Key and Peele movie where saw that too. The, the kitten gets kidnapped. And it was it was very fun and very funny and very much enjoyed it. And I'll I'll see anything that those guys are in. Yeah, I did catch that too uh, last week. It was it was good times. Yeah, I saw people. Some people were bagging on it. It's like, no, 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 no. If you've ever seen the Key and Peele sketch, this is like a ninety-minute Key and Peele sketch. Yeah. You don't get to say you didn't like it. Like that's ridiculous. Right, right, right. <laughs> and there are little uh, Easter eggs here and there, uh, you know, references to some uh, famous yeah. Key and Peele sketches too, which is great. Uh, one of my favorite bits was, you know, not to spoil anything, but there's the there there. They're roped into doing this drug deal, and they're saddled with these four uh, hoodlums that have to go with them. And uh, one of them goes inside with one, and then the other uh, stays outside in the van with the other three. And it's this long sequence. It's where, so long. Where he exposes them to the music of George Michael to the point where at first it's like, okay, this is funny. You know, they think George Michael's stupid. And then, you know, they cut back at least three or four times over the course of 15, 20 minutes. And every time <laughs> they cut back, it's a different George Michael song. And and everybody else is getting more and more into it. it. It gets to the point where you think that the scene's gone too long. But then by the time it's it's over, you're like, that was perfect. <laughs> that was a perfect amount of time. You the know. one guy's like, you know... I never had a positive father figure in my <laughs> life either growing up. <laughs> uh, George Michael, he black? And then uh, Ke Keegan-Michael Key is like, uh, he's light-skinned. <laughs> 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 so that's great. Uh, then uh, our me and Mary's anniversary was this week. Uh, so we did Tuesday night sushi trivia. And then our anniversary was Wednesday night. So I cooked steaks for us Wednesday. Uh at, at Sushi Trivia, uh, I uh, blew my wife's my, uh, mind, you know, three years married now, six years together total, or six years we've known each other, blew her mind with my knowledge and fandom of Welcome Back, Cotter. 
<laughs> the question was, what is the nickname of Sweat Hog Freddie Washington? Anyone know the answer? I would imagine it's fucking Sweat Hog, it's, but apparently not. It's Freddie Boom Boom Washington. Uh, yep. Yeah. The Sweat fucking Hog boom, boom. Christian name, is it? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> he played Joe Jackson in the Jackson 5 mo- uh, VH1 movie. Or maybe... They replay it on VH1, but it was like a ABC TV movie. Right. I remember that one. Uh, let me just give you a little peek inside the inner workings of the eleventh hour here for a second. I, I have to tell the story. I'm sorry, Jose. What? So we're this week we were working on getting our visas because we're going to China in June. And as yeah. oh. if if you guys recall the. Uh, ordeals that we went through with our indian visas this is this is a high priority getting these china visas taken care of sure and i've taken it upon myself as you know one half of the 11th hour like a lot of the travel and and paperwork arrangements i i take the reins of and that's fine you know some somebody's got to do it there's there's no reason to have two people working on something like that so i get our applications together, I get all of our documents together, and basically we have to go to a FedEx office, get shit copied, and put in an envelope and sent off. I give Jose his application, and I show him the, the, the signing page, and I say, <laughs> all, uh, all you gotta do is sign and date it. Just make sure to... Which I did. Uh, yeah, I said, all you gotta do is Which sign I and did. date it. You had he had one fucking job. All you had to do was sign and date it. And I did it. He did. He did. But I, I did my job. I boss. made I made a point. I made a point to point out to him, make sure you mind the format of the date because, you know, overseas they do the date differently. In fact, on this application the date was uh year day month, I think. But normally overseas it's it's a uh, shit. I think it's it's day month year. Yeah. Where in the U.S. it's it's month day year. So I said, make sure you you keep an eye on that. You know, because uh, I I actually fucked it up my first time. So so make sure you you keep keep a good eye on that. So he signs it. He dates it. We wrap everything up. We put it in the package along with our passports. Give it to the FedEx guy to ship it overnight. And then we leave, and we're running some errands. We're sitting in line for the bank, and uh, Jose just goes. He he's filling out a deposit slip. And he just goes. <laughs> he just goes. Fuck. <laughs> and I'm like, what? What? So he's just he just sit <laughs> he sits there silently, just with this dead look on his face. Nothing. I'm getting nothing out of him. And he says, <laughs> I put my birth date on that application. Instead of today's date. (laughs) 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 Nailed it. Did my job, boss. (laughs) So we run back to the FedEx. Luckily, you know, it was an overnight shipment. Luckily, they hadn't done anything with it yet. We are able to open it back up. The only thing is... I remember when filling out the application, it's like, you know, no handwritten corrections or anything like that. So I'm just thinking, fuck, they're going to, 
they're going to ding us for this and they're going to send it back and you know, we're going to have to redo it all over again. And, you know, we open it up and he goes to fix the date. Not, not only, okay, so he had to date it. He had to sign and date it. He, he said that he made a mistake and he put his birthday. But he did not put his birth date, which would be October 13th, 1980. He dated it October 13th, 2016. Represent, <laughs> motherfuckers! Did my job! <laughs> oh, fuck. I do my job. So, hey, man, people fuck up. Pe- they do! So I'm just trying to keep them on their toes. And, and of all that shit... That flies, they ding us on pictures that we took fucking four months ago when they wanted three and a half yeah, months yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what the to, fuck? To, to elaborate on that, you're supposed to send a t- recent two-inch by two-inch passport photo along with your application and your passport. And what they do is they take that photo and then they take all your visa information and then they essentially print it on your passport. You know, the the recent photo and all that. So, you know, I figured it said recent photo. And I figured we put all this shit together for our passports in November for India. I should just be able to reuse all this stuff again. I mean, it's been, what, five, five months? We haven't changed much at all. So I include those pictures. And then they call me the day that they get it. And they said, we can't use these pictures. They're too, they're too old. They have to be within 90 days. I mean, is there a picture of the fucking newspaper in the background? Well, (laughs) they know that the pictures were older than 90 days because they're printed on our passports from when we got our India visas. The exact Uh, same pictures. Well, that is a fucking stupid rule. Yes, that is something maybe they should have been a little bit more specific about. But I'm sure the reason they weren't more specific about it, because they were like, you know what? I, I said... Can we just take some pictures and just email them to you? Will that work? And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's fine. Uh, But that'll be $15 to print them out. (laughs) What? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So that's probably why they... uh, We have some uh, some international trips coming up as well. So we're having to get passports and all that shit. And passports for the kids. And, like, you know, it's like 200 bucks a pop, even for the kids. And the kids are good for half as long i'm like you motherfucker oh really well i guess because they'll change more physically visually i I guess that doesn't make sense but like you know half my fucking fee then you know like right yeah it shouldn't matter what they change you just bring a new picture but fuck that yeah, it's it's crazy town. So we dropped like eight hundred bucks on fucking passports. Yeah, that'll and then it'll be another fifteen to print this, please. <laughs> yeah, and she took pity on us. I was like, okay, well, there's two of us. We have two pictures. Can can do we have to pay you thirty dollars? Or yeah, how about you just print that out on one page? And yeah, well, it. that's what she said. She's like, yeah, you know what? I'll just print them out on the same sheet for you and just charge you fifteen bucks. I'm like, oh, thank you. <laughs> Oh, your generosity truly knows no bounds. And then the last thing is, uh, talking about Free Comic Book Day, uh, we waited until Saturday to see Civil War uh, so that uh, Cher could go. Uh, she, you know, she, she works uh, early morning, so she can't do like a Thursday night show or Friday night. So we all went to do a 
Saturday show afternoon reserved seats at the the Artagon, which if you guys remember last year around Jurassic World time, I was telling you about this new comic shop they opened at this uh, shopping center called Gods and Monsters, and it was the grand opening, and it was fucking just dead. And this huge space with no product and no customers, uh, and I, I, that. I did not expect it to last through 2015. And I'll be damned. We got there, me and Mary got there a little bit earlier to walk over there and check it out. I'll be damned if not only that store was filled with product and filled with customers, but that whole mall was, was bumping like it was ABC Family. Good wow. for <laughs> Yeah, so so very cool, very cool to see that they've uh, stuck around since their their meager beginnings. And that's about it for me. We saw Civil War on IMAX. Hadn't seen an IMAX movie since Iron Man two, actually. Yeah, we went back and forth. Uh, you know, I was all about the IMAX, and then but we had you know ten people that wanted to go, and you know so, some people can't do three D and. Uh, Mary actually helped make the final decision because she'd much rather do the reserved seats than have to stand in line at the IMAX theater to make sure that we got good seats. Right. Because. Fuck that. And especially, especially with, uh, uh, Jose and, and his family, it's, it's nice to have the seats reserved. Oh yeah. And not have to save seats. And it worked out great. The first one's there. It worked out great. Right on. It was beautiful. What's going on, uh, Jose? Well, I'm going to keep it short. All right. I've been catching up on some Daredevil. Oh, shit, son. Oh, and, okay, okay, that, let's talk a little TV. So, finished season three of Arrow. So, what, they're in season four now? I believe so, yes. Okay, so so what sucks is by the time we caught up, there Hulu's doing the. You only get the most recent oh, five, right? So we where four oh four like it jumps to episode four, so we can't even start season four because we can't get episodes one through three. So that's kind of fucked up. So it looks like we won't be watching that anytime soon. Oh, is that a bit? But. I need a break because this Felicity chick, man, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> what? What? what th- this is how I feel about her. There, it, Smallville did the same thing to me with Lana Lane. In the beginning, you love her and she's awesome. But then all of a sudden they started like vaguely ethnic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they start. Like doing more stuff with her, and what they're doing with her isn't that good. And I don't know, man. Just shut up. <laughs> like, like you were the last one on board. If anybody knows him more, it's Diggle. Just because you banged him once, don't mean you know him. So shut up. And then you're just stringing people around, and you can see her like the whole. Leading up to when she finally bangs uh, um, Superman, she's just always trying to bang somebody. Like, some, like just throwing it out there. Jesus. Some goddamn respect, lady. 
So where are you? I don't at? know. I, 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 and then like I ended up whatever they were doing with Lana, I didn't like it. And after a while, it's like I just don't like her. Like I'm, I don't know. She's just bugging me. She bugs me right now. Yeah. She fucking bugs me. But the guy that plays Raz Ghoul, that dude was fucking cool as shit, man. That 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 guy's a good Raz. Or Raish, excuse me. Pardon my Is that how they pronounce it on the show? Yeah. And they pretty much pull the angle where, you know, he picks Arrow to be his you know, his his next you're gonna be the next Raish Ghoul. Yeah, they pronounce it. But I don't wanna. But I don't wanna. (laughs) But they pronounce it Roz in the Christopher Nolan Batman movies. Hey, man, this is their own universe. They said we don't know what you're talking about. How did they pronounce it on Batman the Animated Series? Does anybody remember? I know we lost Lee, and I'm sure he knows. Yeah, and I actually don't remember. Trying to get him back right now. Lee's listening. He's like, I know the answer. But all that stuff was cool. But I'm just not digging what they're doing with with Felicity. Like, like change her. It's not. She's like always gonna about to cry, and it's always you. Eh, shut up! Fucking help or get out the goddamn kitchen. <laughs> so Daredevil, though, holy shit! I'm at the part where it ended. Um, Spoilers, where where everybody started getting shot. Uh, um, this is after a Punisher got a, a, escaped? After he got out of prison. Okay. Which, that was fucking cool, man. I was not expecting to see him. Um, to see Kingpin? Yeah, I was not expecting that. And, and then, you know, they gave him his name in there. That was cool. There can only be one Kingpin. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Everything in that prison was amazing. The whole yeah, when he fucking just stabbed everybody, and they had the um, that moment where he was looking down in the puddle of water, and the skull was on the shirt, and it dripped out. That was pretty cool. Yeah, uh, we had a question while you were offline. Uh, uh, Jose was talking about Arrow and Raish Agul, and then I brought up how you know in the Nolan Batman movies he was called Raz Agul. Do you remember how they pronounced it in the anime Batman animated series? It was Raish in the animated series. That's so fucking weird. Yeah. Yeah, to where, like, when they said Roz in the movie, I'm like, but it's Raish. <laughs> <laughs> Liam Nielsen looked at the script and he's like, I'm not saying fucking Raish. <laughs> but My name's goddamn Roz. Change the script. But it's R A apostrophe A S, which I guess is more Roz than Raish. Yeah. Liam Neeson says my shit! <laughs> so, Jose was talking about uh, Daredevil. Uh, he got through the uh, whole prison, Punisher in prison episodes, oh, yeah. which is amazing. Like, uh, we didn't get to talk about it last week, but Punisher show is officially a thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, and, yeah. We, we knew good, that. Good on you, man. You're welcome. You're, yeah, you're welcome, you're, everyone. You're welcome, everyone. <laughs> Seriously though, you're welcome. So uh, you were you were saying about Daredevil, Jose? About uh... okay. Now here's here's my um. This shows you pretty much how good 
they're doing with this show. And, and this is my, this is going to be my biggest complaint about it. And you're not finished yet. You still have episodes to go. Yes, yes. I um, the episode ended where he saved her life, and he's like, "Look, this isn't me. Like, let's go." So, where Punisher saved Karen's life. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Where she was in the safe okay, house. Yeah. He 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 showed up at her apartment. No, it was the safe. Like, it was a safe house. I thought. No, because she had to go back to her apartment to grab her files. Yeah, it was her. Apartment. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, so here's my biggest complaint. Now the opening credits in season one was awesome, right? We all agree on that. Yes. Yeah. But I was wishing that season two. They threw in a couple different elements that went with that story. You know, like the first one was all about uh, uh, the, the the construction, the buildings, and all that shit. You know, so that all made sense for that one. But interchange some shit. You know, maybe like a blood dripping merry-go-round. You, I, know, you don't get uh, it yeah. when I, you first watch it, but it started making making sense. So each season, you're adding little hidden elements you know like a ninja weapon just fucking something give us something the way walking dead kind of changes up their opening credits a little bit where they show stuff that's kind of innocuous but still relates to the to the current season yeah uh i mean i never viewed the first season and the opening credits i never viewed the buildings as being under construction but you know now that you mention it that makes sense because a lot of the plot revolves around kingpin you know building up the city you know uh but still like even without the plot centering around you know building the city up it's still the city it's still about the city technically but something man i like your idea i like like a couple little bits here and there that yeah, relate just something just just se- something season shit's probably grabbing. expensive bro <laughs> <laughs> yeah those aren't cheap title sequences yeah uh, i think disney's <laughs> fucking can foot the bill i think they'll be all right you know what i mean like don't they, yell at me i didn't do it disney didn't get rich <laughs> just blowing money on opening credit sequences jose <laughs> 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 so that that's pretty much my biggest complaint about Daredevil. So yeah, your, you know, com- your complaint. Take, take that as as a good review. Yeah, no no offense. It's definitely uh, a good review. No offense, but that complaint's bullshit. So yeah, it's a great show. <laughs> With all due respect, uh, go <laughs> <yourself>. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like that that's the only thing I'm I'm. I gotcha. I gotcha. One thing to do different. So that's not bad. You know, keep doing what you're doing in the show. Just give me a little cool credits, man. That shit's cool. Have fun with it. You're making enough money, cocksuckers. That's very harsh. And then throw Venom in there. Fuck it. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, the classic Daredevil villain, Venom. (laughs) (laughs) You know what's cool? With this whole fucking Marvel getting Spider-Man back, we may see a cool Venom this time. It yeah. could happen. I oh. I saw something recently. More on that after the break, for sure. I saw something recently. You got that anything was else talking... to say? 
No, I'm good. I'm segueing. <laughs> <laughs> Let's fucking do this. Lee, do we have any emails? We do, as a matter of fact. Oh, shit. Stimpy, do your thing. Quick. Do it now. Right now. Look, you know, <laughs> all these emails. <laughs> <laughs> to the emails. Anyway, uh, let's see. We got an email sent to popcast at panelsonpages.com. You can also call us on the voicemail machine at 6169511pop. You should totally do that. Um, but an email from our buddy Mahoney. He writes, oh, shit, this is an audio segment. Fuck. Oh, I remember. He was very bummed out that uh, we didn't do a show last week. I'm going to forward this to you guys. I need to pull this up, don't I? Yeah, I'll send you right now. You're you're emailing it? Yes. So this is from last week. This isn't Civil War related? Correct, correct, correct. Okay, cool. So I don't have to jump out then. Cool. So let's do this. I'll play the bit. We'll play the break. And then we'll come back from break and talk Civil War. Awesome. We're going to say goodbye to Kelly. And on Kelly, that note, I'm leaving Skype. You made <laughs> <Yeah>. me mad. <laughs> but, uh, Kelly, as we mentioned, uh, chose to see a Rift Tracks movie that was slightly racist instead of the Captain America Civil War. So, you know, yeah. you didn't get to stay and play with the rest of us. If I didn't think that Kelly was just a wonderful young man, my my protege, man, I'd be pretty pissed at him right now. <laughs> uh, poor decisions. Yeah, at the very minimum, we're having a, dis- a discussion about life choices. <laughs> but hey, man, yeah. do you? Goddamn right. I-, I make bizarre movie choices. Let's let's yeah. let's just say it how it is. Well, right. hopefully, yeah, you'll uh, see it this weekend, and you can talk about it with us next week. Yes, yep. I-, I will he be. Said seeing Civil it War, something. not racist. <laughs> and fuck it, while you're at it. You should just do a double feature of Civil War and Batman v Superman. Let's not get too. <laughs> but make I'd, sure you watch Batman first. See Keanu instead of Batman Superman. Oh yeah, I'd do that. I don't know if I would see Batman first or Civil War first. Yeah, but if you see Batman second, it makes it that much worse. Yeah, but yeah. If you at see least C- if you watch it first, you'll enjoy it with nothing to compare it. That it's better from. Yeah, but if you see Civil War first, you can enjoy it. I think if you see Batman v Superman first, you're just gonna be bummed out. Your your soul is crushed to where you might not enjoy Civil War right immediately afterwards. No, Civil War is gonna fucking turn you around because all of a sudden that feeling's gonna get back into your heart. You're gonna be like, "This is what I should have felt the last year." <laughs> and you come out of the theater on a high note. Not a downer. Yeah, no joke. When fucking bleak. When like, Civil War ended, and we're leaving the theater, Jose said, "Hey, remember that Batman v Superman movie that came out a month ago?" And I <laughs> literally said something to the effect of, "Man, like, I, I remember that feeling, and this feeling I have now is the complete opposite to that." <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kelly. We'll see you next week, homie. Good night, everybody. Tatanahashi said hi. Aw, oh, man, I, I wish I had gotten to talk to him about Common Rider. <laughs> <laughs> Next time, man. Next time. Next time. He wasn't doing the meet and greet. Oh, shit. Right, well, have a good night, man. All right. Night, everybody. Enjoy the second half of the show. We'll do. listen to it someday.
Peace. This Listen to it when you hear Mahoney's email. <laughs> this is be the good half of the show. And Kelly's gone. Oh. Oh shit, he's still on. Fuck. Uh, well, hey, now now I get to go and uh, download the new Common Rider Ghost. There you go. There are worse ways to spend the evening. There are. All right, night, man. You guys. I'm gonna go get me some Common Rider Gundam Ghost Amazon Prime. <laughs> <laughs> I'd watch that show. <laughs> All right, I'm going to take a break. Uh, enjoy this. Be back in a minute. Love you. Bye. Break! Last Week in Pop. Last Week in Pop. Last Week in Pop. Last Week in Pop. This Week in Pop. Last Week in Pop. Last Week in Pop. Listen to this, Mulligan. I'll read it to you. This is good radio. Yeah, it is. Let's fucking do this then. So you know, I was looking around, because last time I was there, I got a mug. And I use that mug every day. That's a solid mug. And that that was a good purchase there. So I was like, you know what, maybe I'll find something cool. And you fucking so earned that around. mug. I did. I earned that mug. But Does it say Kobayashi on slots. the bottom? <laughs> what was that? Does it say Kobayashi on the bottom? Oh, everyone cut, out. everyone cut out. Kobayashi. Does it say Sorry. Kobayashi on the bottom? What was that? He asked if the mug said... It doesn't said... say Kobayashi on the bottom. <laughs> but so I was looking around Kobayashi. and I just... What was that? Sorry. Okay, shut the fuck up, time machine. It doesn't say Kobayashi on the bottom. No. Everyone cut out, sorry. What'd you say? Oh, god damn it. Did my <laughs> fucking joke break the podcast? <laughs> no, no, I Dude. heard it. He asked if the mug said Kobayashi on the bottom. <laughs> if only. I wish it did. <laughs> But so I was looking around, and I just I see no, some, I see some wait, fanny wait. packs. Do we not have Lee? I'm here. I'm here. Oh, oh. Kelly's here. <laughs> you didn't like my goddamn Kobayashi <laughs> joke? <laughs> Shit! <laughs> I thought that was fucking clever. <laughs> God damn it! Let's see you fucking <laughs> swindle a Kobayashi joke naturally. Tranquilo, Jose. Tranquilo. <laughs> Kilo Jose. <laughs> it's like the goddamn Holocaust. <laughs> that motherfucker is smooth. How about our other recruit? He's raring to go. Had a bit of a little coffee in him, but he should be good. What time zone is this? Come on. Come on. Captain America. Mr. Lang. <laughs> it's an honor. I'm shaking your hand too long. Wow, this is awesome. Captain America, I know you too. You're great. Jeez. Ah, uh, look, I want to say, I know you know a lot of super people, so... Thanks for thanking of me. Hey, man. What's up, Tic Tac? Uh, good to see you. Look, what happened last time? It was when a great I... audition, but it'll, it'll never happen again. They tell you what we're up against? Something about some psycho assassins? We're outside the law on this one. So if you come with us, you're a wanted man. Yeah, well, what else is new? The big things become little things And know that I really ain't proud that I did these things Served my time in the prison scene Just trying to live a life for my family The biggest thing is for my little 
Cassie, I'ma do it, I'ma be true to it for a little bit Swipe the cash and electronics, I'm good at it I'm even better when I got a reason You can meet me at Avengers Tower any other season Would've been another criminal, another washed out bum Another deadbeat dad, the place where I'm from Second chances get forgotten and criminals left to rot in the prison system You so this helmet I've been given from Pig It lets me talk to the smallest among us Fight along the side superheroes, no one can touch us I am too small to slip past the fences The name is Ant-Man if I forgot to mention Sometimes I feel like I've been goddamned Running away with the loot in hot hands Still I got plans, can't stop the man You don't know what it's like to be Scott Lang Sometimes I feel like I've been goddamned Running away with the loot in hot hands Still I got plans, can't stop the man You don't know what it's like to be Scott Lang So here I stand, board member of the Future Foundation I came a long way, my previous location New defenders, veteran Avenger Came back Sometimes, and my name trapped in the negative zone sometimes And so I say just as close down to the floor sometimes I know you don't really know me, how could you? I never let you in Stayed on my grind and only watched for my next akin Welcome everybody back to the show Say that name one time just in case you didn't know Sometimes I feel like I've been Ripped Apparel is your one-stop shop for limited edition t-shirts featuring all the crap that you already like anyway. Every day you're going to see three new limited edition designs available only for 24 hours. That's just a single day. After that, they're gone forever. And uh, best yet, if you want to check them out, buy a little something, something, they're going to throw a little kickback to us, your folks, your friends here at the podcast. So go to panelsonpages.com. Click that banner at the top of the page or on the sidebar at pcn.panelsonpages.com. Or you can just update your bookmark. Check it on your phone every single morning. That's what I do. Uh, ripped. That's R-I-P-T dot panelsonpages.com. T-shirts start at just 10 bucks, and they'll kick us a little something every time. Help us keep the lights on. Help us keep the podcast going. Help us keep the side, side up. And get you a pretty cool T-shirt, man. Cool swag. Cool shirts. Good people. Good deals from your favorite podcast. So check it out, ripped.panelsonpages.com, 24-hour limited edition t-shirts that are pretty damn awesome. Check it out. And uh, now back to your regularly scheduled podcast. Well, that Mahoney bit was pretty funny. Sorry you guys couldn't hear it. But everyone listening at home could, so. I'm coming! Hang on, hang on. <laughs> what is that voice? Um, I might be, might have strep throat. I don't know. Maybe. <clears throat> okay, <clears throat> we're good now. Back. Whew. Who's a? What's up? <laughs> that was a, that was a six minute break. Why are you? Why were you in such a rush? I take a shit. Took some time. Ah. Uh. Six minutes is 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 a tight squeeze for a shit. Tight, tight. Had to file the right paperwork, all that stuff. Jose Should've just brought the iPad. <laughs> Jose, have you seen this video on the flush? Have you seen this video from uh, the the mall in Dhaka 
where they're all running to get tickets for Civil War? Uh-uh. Holy shit, you guys. This is the mall where Docket Comic Con was. And I guess it's, you know, after they open the doors, and it's just a fucking flood of oh Bangladeshi nerds just running towards the fucking movie theater to get tickets. <clears throat> That's why you need that reserved seat. Do they not have Fandango? And <laughs> I think it's quite possible they don't have Fandango. <laughs> <laughs> Our nightmare world of these people living in. Depending on the mood their head of state is in, they may not have Facebook at a certain time. That's true. So uh, when I was putting together break music for this week, you know, I, I first I did a search for Civil War in songs that I had, and immediately an Adam Warrock song comes up that was Civil War. So I was thinking it was about the comic book Civil War. No, it was about living in the South. So oh, okay. I, oh, so then I, real, huh? I searched through some Adam Warrock a little farther, and he's got a song about Scott Lang. So I figured, okay, cool, Scott Lang. And then, uh, you know, I got that audio bit from the movie. You know, they've got the clips online of, of Ant-Man meeting Cat for the first time. So I figured really? I'd, I'd put... Yeah. I figured I'd put those together. And then I'm looking at the file, the music file for the Scott Lang song, and it says something to the effect of, uh, album, album artist, popcast. I'm like, oh shit, Lee fucking used this song. <laughs> oh no, uh, the what I, what I really realized was, it had the Statler and Waldorf booing at the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, fuck it. Yeah, that was how long ago? Who cared? It's fine. Yeah, that's awesome. Let's uh, let's fucking do it, man. Because I have. Not had an opportunity. I've been very busy at work. Despite working with all my fucking friends, really, I have been super busy. I haven't had a chance to fucking geek out at all about this shit. And it's been very hard. It's been a rough couple of days. Um, yeah, that's tough. Because, man, did I love this. Yes. <laughs> I tell you, uh, you know, we weren't able to see the Thursday premiere showing. You know, we went and saw it on Saturday. So, you know, Thursday night, I effectively closed the tabs on chrome for facebook twitter tweet deck you know all I, all I had open was email and my wrestling site and youtube because i i could control spoilers on any of those uh and then all i used on my phone was messenger so that was my only connection to the outside world and uh i <laughs> i took a three-hour nap on friday just so that saturday would get there closer and, and, <laughs> and slept in until about noon on Saturday. You know, because all we had planned for the day was fucking seeing the movie. Yeah, man. It's, it's, let's go. We had to wait until late. We had Nobody's using the stairs. They're just going. Oh, no, that's a down escalator. That shit is kind of nuts. Yeah, it was, uh, I want my tickets! <laughs> it wasn't until, uh, I think we saw like a. Eight o'clock Saturday night. So it was late in the day. We thought, yeah, but, you guys didn't get to Cheesecake Factory till like eleven. Yeah, it was a late, it was a late day, but it, it fucking all worked out. It's awesome. But man, I uh, just, I fucking pro. It was just, it was so fucking good, man. Like, it was really long. They covered a lot of stuff, but like, 
she was but not like a, good. I want this to end long. No, no, like, and what deprives most is that, like, despite it being so long and having so much to do and being so action-oriented, like, everyone gets their moment. Like, yes. everyone has, like, a character beat. Like, it's it's really effectively done, man. Like, to manage a cast that big and, like, to know you want the second act to close with that giant fucking fight with all those guys and being smart enough to not introduce some of those characters until right before that fight was genius. And then after that fight, they're gone, really. Like, you know, the, the movie's not about them. And I thought that was really, really clever. Yeah, uh, you know, Spider-Man's in it sparingly. Hawkeye's in it very little. Um, you know, Ant-Man, the same. You know, they kept those guys basically for to bring them in before the fight, during the fight, and then, you know, uh, spoiler, we're, this is spoiler discussion, obviously, and then, you know, the scenes on the raft. So, it was it was enough. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. But, you know, if you had them in the whole damn movie, it would have been bloated. You know what I mean? Like, and, just, and I like the fact that they, they address that uh, Hulk and Banner aren't there. Yeah. I think, uh, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, Thor and Banner, I should say. I think my, one of my favorite lines when uh, Ross is like, do you know where Thor and Banner are? Because you better believe if I misplace two 30-megaton nukes, I have to answer for it. Because <laughs> that guy is such an asshole. Yeah, and also not cramming everyone in from start to finish, you get, like you said, you get everybody gets character moments, but you get interesting scenes like Vision and Scarlet Witch. You get yeah. quiet quiet moments with Cap and, and Black Widow. Which, everyone everyone yeah. has their their screen time, and it means something. They didn't uh, Mortal Kombat to it, where it was right. just here's a character. Oh, he fell down the hole. Here's a character. <laughs> he exploded. <laughs> you don't like. I really did not want to compare this to Batman v Superman, right? Like, you didn't want to, but <laughs> it's hard not to because, like, you know, they are about two dudes fighting. Similar so themes. There's similar themes, but god damn it. It's just so much better. Like it's so much better. It's a better fucking movie, man. Like everyone's firing on all cylinders. In fact it, it was kinda of weird though. I feel like Spider Man was CG a lot more than he needed to be. Agreed. Yeah, well that's that's also probably because they probably filmed a lot of that already, right? I mean, didn't they have they had to kind of rewrite some shit because no. we pointed out the, the trailer where they all line up, there's no Spider-Man. Right. And and he's part of that in the movie. No, I don't feel like it was a matter of they had to rewrite scenes on the fly because they got the rights to Spider-Man. I just think it, it is definitely, you know, he's new to the group. So they, you know, it, it was pretty much all CGI up until that last shot of him with his mask kind of pulled up over his face. Yeah, I feel like, you know, some of that shit, you could just put the kid in the suit. And maybe, and but maybe they didn't put him in the suit as a way to reduce spoilers. Could be. Reduce on, like, uh, you know, on-set photos, shit like that. Yeah, very well could be. I could, I could buy that. Because we didn't see any Spider-Man until they wanted us to see him in that trailer. Good point. Good point. Kid was good, though, too. I like that kid a lot. He's gonna be really good. Yeah, with that kid. Yeah, uh, it was great. <laughs> yeah. I, I said on uh, 
Twitter today. Maybe it was yesterday, but like the thing that like, kind of struck me the most is that like at, at separate times in the movie, like Cap and Stark are both flat the fuck out wrong. Like, yes. They are incorrect. Like, you know, Stark's chasing down Bucky and Cap and all this stuff because like he just knows that Cap is you know, is, you know protecting his friend and all this shit and he's doing the wrong thing. He's fucking wrong. You know, it was a setup. You know, but then Cap and Bucky take off halfway across the goddamn road because like, oh we gotta go stop our we gotta go stop the bad guys evil plot he's gonna at least all these fucking super soldiers. No, that's not what the fuck he's doing at all. Yeah, you know he's he's, he's yeah. everybody. You great know? Like, swerve, great swerve. Yeah, he was the fucking wrong. And then at the end of the day, the bad guy kind of wins, which I kind of love. Like, you know, the damage is done, and it's gonna be really I'm, I'm you know it's it's really good serial storytelling in these movies we're like you know now you want to see how they come back like like what is it's thanos obviously but like but like you know is it ever the same again how could it possibly be you know like what you know scott you know are scott and you know wand and ml are they ostensibly on the run like you know what does that mean for the ant-man and wasp movie like all that shit it's really interesting like it's really really interesting it's you know they didn't show us a YouTube video with it, so that's kind of a bummer, I guess. You know, that's <laughs> that's how you do your character beats uh, in the Super movies, apparently. Low blow, Lee Rodriguez. Fucking the truth. <laughs> well, I mean, I think very much so all of Cap's squad, everybody that he uh, breaks out of prison, they are going to be on the run, essentially, which, yeah. if you think about it, it's... On the run is basically having a secret identity anyhow, you know. The uh, Batman is essentially always on the run until he's best buddies with Commissioner Gordon. You're working outside of the law anyhow, so and uh I don't know who presented the theory, but uh you know, the Ant-Man and Wasp movie is probably going to be another some sort of heist. So Right. Yeah. It, it could probably be involved they had some to break into Stark Lab. Right, right. It might involve some something to do with clearing their names, or uh, you know, getting some tech, or maybe something involving an Infinity Gem would be interesting. Uh, Ocean's Eleven Infinity Gem. Yes, style? yes, yes. I think. No, I love it. it. I think it's really smart. It definitely ups the stakes for solo movies because they are operating outside the law and you know ant-man's already a criminal to begin with he even says it in in the scene with cap he's like yeah i'm fucking used to it (laughs) yeah no biggie it does it's just you know for as much as the inciting incident is different than the comics like this is basically where the comic book story ended with you know some of the 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 heroes being on the run and and being you know kind of fighting against the system like it was yeah being chased down by the thunderbolts to to register yeah yeah, it's, it's a solid fucking adaptation for sure, man. It, it, it fits the tone of the movies, but like, Duffy, you know, has all the the major beats you wanted from that kind of a story. Like, fuck, man, it's really good. It's really good. And uh, and I don't, I mean, I guess because it is good. But, but I was about to say, I don't, I don't know what it is, but I fucking love that Black Panther suit and the way he looks yes. and the way he moves yes. so goddamn. Yeah, like. It's, it's I, just, I feel like it's almost criminal that we haven't mentioned Black pa- Black Panther up until this point 
because well, it's the cherry on top. He, we got to get all the rest. Out. I no, I think Spider Man's the cherry. Black Panther's uh, in there from the beginning, and yeah, he's crucial to the plot. Yeah, some some great. Oh, so he, he's the chocolate sauce. <laughs> chocolate fudge. Yeah, we, we got Captain America as the white ice cream, <laughs> and then we got fucking Black Panther as the chocolate sauce fudge on the top, <laughs> and then you got just little Spider Man popping down as the cherry. Yeah, from the word jump, I feel like. Black Panther, T'Challa, and even T'Chaka. It's just, they were yeah. introduced so great and so well and portrayed so incredibly. And as soon as he's in that suit, even when he's not in the suit, when they're in, okay, <coughs> the facility after they arrest Winter Soldier and Cap and Falcon and all them, what was that facility? Because it wasn't S.H.I.E.L.D. It wasn't... Well, yeah, that's the thing. Like, that's it's very unclear. Okay, like, that's what whatever. I'm like, who, whatever who is Sharon worked for, you know. Whatever that facility was, when you had the fight between T'Challa and Winter Soldier in that facility, oh, yeah. and he's just fucking chasing him up the stairs, even out of costume, he was awesome. And like you said, just moves differently. He was very cat-like without being like, rear, rear. yeah, <laughs> without and going. The, I, the suit is. The suit is so super low profile. Like, there's no bullshit. Yeah. Like, it just, you know, it, it looks like it's, a, it's, there's no extraneous bits. Like, it's, you know, it's, it doesn't have to be huge and clunky. It's made of vibranium. It's supposed to be sleek. Like, it's just as bulletproof as Iron Man's armor. It's just super light and small. Like, it's really slick. And man, really is he fucking pissed. Yeah. The theme now, of. I, I gotta say this. Watching it, the whole movie. All I saw was James Brown Black Panther. <laughs> I did not. All I saw. I did not get that. I saw. I saw T'Challa. That's all I saw. Oh no, he was awesome. But every now and then, I was waiting for, like, in my head, after every time he ended something, it ended with "Feel good." <laughs> <laughs> get on the good foot. <laughs> and then, like, a split. Yeah, and I did not expect uh, T'Chaka to be in it at all. So like when they showed him on TV, I'm like, oh look at that! And then I kind of went, oh he's gonna die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, oh. it, it was the perfect. Like, it was okay, the perfect use. Shocker. And just just in their little bit of interaction, you learn so much about those characters and their relationship, yeah. and, uh, and their you know, culture. Like, yeah, it's... it's great, and it's funny because I'm watching it, and Black Panther is just awesome. Like he debuts, he's the brand new character. He's fucking great at fights. The character's cool, all that, and I'm just really enthralled with it. And and I'm watching it, and I sit, I'm sitting there, and it dawns on me as I'm enjoying and loving this movie and loving Black Panther. It dawns on me, holy shit, Spider Man is in this. I right. got, I got <laughs> yeah. so wrapped up in how good Black Panther was, I completely forgot that Spider Man was going to be in it eventually. And and that there was more to come. Like we hadn't reached peak civil war yet. Okay. And, and While we're on wife, the, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. My wife doesn't listen to a word I say a lot of the time. <laughs> I've accepted this, but nowhere more clear was it was it made more clear than you know coming into this movie. She's like, she she pulls up the the Facebook to you know, fucking. 
posed it before watching the movie because she loves Facebook. And she goes, huh, are fucking, are Captain America and Iron Man fighting in this? <laughs> and I said, yeah, hon, Captain America and Iron Man are fighting. Like, one, I've been talking about Civil War in some capacity. It comes up in conversation for about ten years. Yeah, this is, this this has been a big, yeah, this, it's come up from time to time. Two, I made you watch two trailers that show them <laughs> fighting with Spider-Man in them. I, you, you, you used your eyes. <laughs> and you're like, ah, eh, whatever. <laughs> She's been busy. So, so I would just love to know, like, what actually happens in her head when we're having these conversations and watching these things. Like, she just zones the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> So, so John brings this up in the chat, and I forgot about the ring. So, correct me if I'm wrong. T'Chaka gives, uh, put it on talking to Widow after his death. Okay, there's there's a ring that T'Challa wears that was his dad's. Yeah. And John was suggesting that maybe there's an Infinity Stone in there. And I've been thinking, because they made such a point of, of kind of showing it, but not really mentioning it in the scene where he's plain clothes after uh the the big winter soldier chase uh t'challa's wearing a necklace with what looks like either a tooth or a nail or something hanging right, from it right and i thought it was an interesting wardrobe choice uh and and it stuck out just enough to me that i'm thinking i was thinking that maybe there was an infinity stone in there and now that John suggests this ring, I think the, I I think it could be either one of them, but I think yeah. that the movie besides Vision, the movie was so, uh, light on Infinity Stones, they had to have put one in there, just as an Easter egg that we'll realize later. So, definitely at some point, Black Panther had an Infinity Stone on him, and we're to assume that's the, uh. The 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 time uh, uh, the soul gem, and that's how he is T'Chaka. Yeah, of course he does. To, oh, well, yeah, <laughs> that's how he communicates with the past. Yes, T'Chaka says something, or T'Challa says something in their discussion to the effect of, you know, our ancestors. Kind yeah, of in our culture, death isn't the end. Yes, yeah. yes, exactly, exactly. So yeah. I feel like we saw an Infinity Stone in that. We just don't know it yet. No, I'll buy that. I'll totally buy that. Why not? Yeah. I'll subscribe to that newsletter. Man, that scene where Bucky, Cap, and Panther are on foot in that tunnel. <laughs> yes. He's hopping on cars and shit. Well, and when Bucky snatches that guy off the motorcycle, whips it over his head and lands on it and drives away, yeah. I, I made a sound. I went, oh my god! Oh my god. <laughs> I was making so yeah, many so many little giggly noises and holding back laughter throughout that entire movie. Did he kick movie. the fucking car into the guy? Fuck oh, you. God. Yeah, like, the action in this movie is ups, ups the action from Winter Soldier, which... We all love, but like Winter Soldier, it starts right the fuck away with an awesome action piece. Yeah, you know. Well, I mean, and so does this kind of. You you get that the little scene of of the Winter Soldier mission, then. Oh no, no, no. I mean, like you know the the thing in 
Nigeria. Like all that shit's amazing. Like it's it's you know, yes. smart like in Winter Soldier. They go right to a okay. Big okay, I got you. I got you. You just cut yeah, out. No, for I'm a with second. you. No, I mean, it's brilliant. Uh, and, that, and like you said, the action is great. But, some of the best, some of the best action I've ever seen in a movie. You know, we like, we're talking about the chase, but that chase is just one third of an entire action sequence that is just threaded together because it goes from where they're in Winter Soldier's apartment and they ambush him and there's that whole stairwell scene where Winter Soldier grabs the fucking battering ram and and uses the battering ram as a weapon and then they go from there to the rooftop fight then to the chase. It's it's a good 10 minutes solid of awesome action. And I saw uh, I saw a bit on uh, a GIF or something on or a better video or something on uh, YouTube or whatever where it shows some of that bit like where where Bucky's running he jumps off the fucking building like you know lands in the building across the way or whatever yeah some of the the behind the scenes shit so this guy is running down this hallway and he jumps off this building on wire and shit. It jumps fucking jumps out jumps out in front of a green screen or whatever but he jumps off this fucking building and like the camera guy does the same shit. Like, the camera guy is on a rig, runs behind him, and jumps out of the goddamn building to fall into the ground. I'm like, that is yeah, amazing. that's some Jason Bourne shit. That'd be yeah. fun. That'd be fun! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> fucking incredible. Yeah, all that shit. Like, oh, when they're in the fucking in the stairwell, and he just grabs the guardrail to like, kind of use it to, to lower himself down for a second. He just bends it all out of shape and shit. Ugh. Damn it. And you got... And I gotta say... I uh, did not kind of kind of jump into it in a little bit. Like, did not see that shit with Stark's parents coming at all. It's funny because I think behind the scenes, we've been talking about ever since Winter Soldier. Kind of been talking about like, oh, I mean, I mean, Winter Soldier had to have killed Stark's parents because they have the scene with Arnim Zola, the computer in Winter Soldier, where it's. It, it implies that uh, yeah. it implies that uh, Hydra was behind the Starks dying, so it's kind of like yeah, you know. You, the, oh, I guess I forgot about that. Yeah. So that's how Cap knew that they were murdered, but he didn't know necessarily know it was Bucky. That's right. When it's revealed to Tony. Yeah, that's totally right. Yeah. So, so kind of always had that idea that yeah, Winter Soldier killed the Starks. So I was kind of. You know, that reveal wasn't huge to me, but the way they did it, they slow burned it really well to the point where they're showing the mission in the beginning. You don't know it's Stark's parents. You just know it's a Winter Soldier mission. And then you kind of, they transition into the uh, Tony Stark holograms of his parents and of uh, young Robert Downey Jr., which looked great. (laughs) It looked just like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like it's fucking crazy. We were talking about yeah, it after the movie. How you know they've done this effect a few times, where they try and de-age an actor. the The reason it was so successful this time is because he was in the background of most of the scene, and he was side profile. Right. So it wasn't right in your face. They weren't hitting you over the head with it. But they get cocky, Jose said. They get cocky yeah. towards the they end just of that scene. Flop their dick on the table and just have people start touching his face yeah. and they're rubbing his face and they're like, "Look at our CG, and motherfuckers!" He's like staring right into the camera. That's the yeah, problem. He with- comes walking. He's in. He's in. Just in it. 
Yeah, that's the problem with a lot of those de-aging effects is it's too much the center of attention. So you're able to see the flaws. And I think this, you're able to kind of, it's, it's like easing your way into a cold pool. You kind of start start with your tootsies, and you kind of you don't just jump right in. You, you ease your way in, and you get your body acclimated. And I think by having young da- Robert Downey Jr. in the background and interacting and not being in the foreground, you're used to it to when he's finally front and center looking dead at the camera, it's not as jarring, and you're not took, able to it notice. Took second. It took me a second to put together that that's who the hell that was. Oh, John in the chat says he looks like weird science, RDJ. Oh, yeah. He, he did. That's exactly what it was. Yeah, that straight up back to school, Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. yeah. To the, the eyes. The eyes are what did it for me. Like, the eyes looked perfect. Because See, they, that's a thing just... where you know what that looks like. You've seen that. You know what that guy looked like then. Yeah. So if it looked like bullshit, you'd know it was bullshit, you know? I think it would look... It would have looked worse... Uh, if they would have taken actual footage from back to school and spliced it in there. <laughs> it would have! It yeah. would have. Fucking ridiculous. Yeah, I, I love that. But that is one kind of plot thing that kind of nags at me. The fact that, like, you know, I don't understand how Zemo knew enough about that mission to know that's the one he had to find. Like, that's the one kind of plot, the villain plot thing that sort of is so convenient that's like, you get that he's done his homework. Like, he's been setting this up for a while. I get that, but it's like, how did he, what part of these, you know, super secret Winter Soldier missions did he find that pointed him to, oh, this is where he killed the Starks? Like, but I feel, well, yeah, but maybe maybe he just saw the Starks died that day, and he just yeah knew. I, I feel oh, well, like... Well, if the Starks died in a car crash, it's got to be fucking... Like, the minute we see him, he's looking for that mission report. Right. And I don't know why is he looking for like I, again. Who cares? This is the nit- well, yeah. But that- if he's just looking, if he if he has the suspicion that okay, this is the date the Starks died, and I think he did it, so that's the date I'm going to focus on. So he's trying to get him to tell me what the mission report was for that day. Did you or did you not kill them? I need okay. to tell me. I'll so then when he gives him the mission report, he's like, okay, so I'm right. That is what he did. So now he has confirmed the suspicions he was on. You know, what did you do that day? He knows then, enough. He's decrypted enough, but he still doesn't know for sure. Facts. And and that's oh, why... Fuck, that's right, because Nat put the, the Hydra files on the internet. That's right. right. That's and and right. that's... Yeah, okay. That's what his whole arc is. He's still... He doesn't know until that last scene that he's got the smoking gun. And, you know, it's all... The Winter Soldier gives a different report, and he's like, Fuck! (laughs) (laughs) God damn it! There goes my whole fucking plan! Well, shit! Now what? Six months! I've been doing this. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking prep work! Every guy damn day now he tells me he did something else fuck yeah you know i i see that the the villains zemo's plan is one of the most uh, criticized elements of civil war i don't think i'm not talking shit at all no but 
overall, I think that's the mo one of the most criticized points. I don't have a problem with the plot, the plan. I just hoped for more comic booky Zemo. But then again, no, I don't. I don't wish. I don't wish they put him in a pink stocking cap. <laughs> I just that that was the only part that left me wanting more is just a, another level of Zemo besides just a uh, a Sokovian Death Squad guy. I wanted a little bit more but but the fact that he didn't have deeper ties to anything else made it simpler and made it l less of a master plan and more of just fucking out for revenge. I liked it. I, I like I liked that the like you know every one of these fucking movies, be it you know Thor, Captain, like whatever, the stakes are always so high. Like the fucking world hangs in the balance. Yeah. This movie's about friends. You know, and like the stakes are as big, big enough for the world, and as much as this is important shit they have to take care of because of their responsibilities and all that, whatever, fine. But like, it's about these guys, these people, like these friends and shit like that. That's what the movie's about. The stakes are about are they're very, very small and personal, and I love that so much. That like, swerve when they're heading to Siberia and they think that they're going to be taking on a squad of super soldiers. And they get there, and they all have a bullet in their head. And and that's when you find out Zemo's plan. And it's just, from then on, it's just the three-way dance between Iron Man, Cap, and Winter Soldier. I love that. I love that you're expecting this bigger fight, this bigger action set They're on piece. the same side now. Yes. Where they fight, you know, there's nothing to fight about anymore. Which would be more along the lines of most of the other Marvel movies or even other superhero movies. But the fact that they completely cut that out of the, like as the movie's going on and they're talking about these other super soldiers, I'm trying to think in my head of, is there in the comics, is there some sort of fucking squad of super yeah, soldiers? Who, who are these guys? <laughs> yeah, you know, exactly. you're trying to yeah. f give them a name. Like, the one oh, guy, shit, this guy, the one guy I was thinking is he, he looked like the guy who played, Nuke, or is, was it Nuke or Nitro in Jessica Jones? Nuke. Nuke. I was like, he kind of looks like that guy. And then who was the one that blew up Stamford? Was it Nuke or Nitro? That's Nitro. Okay. That's Nitro. So I was thinking maybe maybe it was Nuke or maybe it was Nitro. But then again, I'm just, just as glad that they all had bullets in their heads. Yeah, because did not see that coming at all. Like... That's gonna be our big thing. This huge fight. They're gonna join. Everybody's gonna be happy again. They're gonna team up, fight the super soldiers. Not they're dead. <laughs> but the other best part was not only you know it's not like you were walking into this big OK Corral shootout and then you didn't get it. Then it was just the bad guy talking and they packed it up. You still got the fucking fight you were looking to get going into that scene. So you, right. even though it swerved you that they weren't fighting these guys, you still. They still got you. Yeah, like, Nicole leaned over during yeah. that fight with the three of them, and then a couple times during the uh, the airport fight, and she just goes, "Oh, I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it." Because like, they earned this to the point of where you're watching them fight, it's uncomfortable. You know, like you you, you don't you, know, you fucking think you guys are buddies, man. Don't <laughs> kill each yeah, other. That, you know, like that's how my mom is. She's she did not like this one. 
as much as some of the other Marvel movies, only because she likes to see the good guys fight bad guys. Oh no, no, she was like she liked it, like you know, she had a good time. But then, like you know, when when Rhodey got shot, she's like, oh, I don't like, it, I don't like, it, I like, it, I like, it. <laughs> you know, shit like that, you know. And then when yeah. Cap and Tony are just fucking brutalizing each other at the end, man, just ooh, well, it is uncomfortable, you know. And that's and the the airport fight. There's even the mention of you know pulling punches and they're yeah, they're right. all it's all kind of a game to where they're not trying to hurt each other but they're trying to prevent cap's team from getting right. to the to the quinjet they're exactly. not trying to kill each other when scott hands cap that that truck and it blows he goes oh man i thought that was a water truck <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh and giant man is just amazing but, Holy shit. But, uh, uh, so there's no real, they're not harming each other until the end when, you know, Tony says, turn, or tell, says to Vision, turn Falcon into a glider, which if uh, he was going to shoot him with a blast that would have killed his tech and he would have just glided back to the ground. But Falcon moves out of the way, it hits Rhodey. Rhodey doesn't have wings. So Rhodey drops like a fucking rock. And, gets paralyzed from it who you think you think he's dead at so, at one point oh, and man, yeah it wasn't capside taking down war machine it was right it was war machine's own you know compatriot taking him down and once that happens and that also helps as a distraction to you know cap and winter soldier to escape and uh black widow is able to keep black panther at bay for a little bit and that's really the only damage that's caused the the airport was evacuated sure there's you know structural oh, that damage. airport's fucked there's Ain't structural damage. flights are delayed for the next fucking month but besides <laughs> some bruises here and there there was no harm done to anyone except for roadie right and the bit where both iron man and falcon are just dive bombing at the same time, to try and save War Machine. Yeah. Neither of them are able to get there in time. And Falcon says, I'm sorry. And Tony just repulsor blasts him without even looking. Yeah, man. I just, it's it's a powerful moment because, you know, not the shit in Batman and Superman's mouth, but they earned those beats. Like, they earned the emotional investment. Like, And there's none of that in the other one. There just fucking isn't at all. I mean, even... There's still characters in that fight. Black Panther, Spider-Man, Scarlet Witch, Vision, even Winter Soldier that we haven't been with for 8, 10, 11 movies. You know, some of them are brand new to that movie or brand new from the, the previous movie, but they're still entrenched enough in that universe. And we know enough about those characters to where, yes, that it is earned. Yeah, the context is there, and it, it it's powerful, and it works, and it's brilliant. And, you know, you just, you think it's going to be okay. And then, you know, Tony says, I'm sorry, but he killed my mom. Yeah! Fuck! <laughs> oh, like, and he's not going to let him go. Like, he's just fucking just smartest man in the world, and he's just taken down with this impulse, this fucking... Holy human impulse to kill the guy that killed his mom. Yeah, you know he so. killed he killed his dad too. But you know, I have daddy issues. But you killed my yeah. mom. 
exactly. Yeah, man, it was brilliant. And I really, I can't wait to see what they do next. Uh, uh, oh, no, man, that fucking Doctor Strange trailer on the IMAX, holy shit, Oh, guys. yeah, yeah, we're going to have to see that in 3D. Like, no, no joke. Uh, Tito wanted me to mention the interaction between Spider-Man and Captain America, where Captain America's like, where are you from, kid? And he says, Queens. Oh, and yeah. Cap goes, Brooklyn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the whole Tony Stark meeting Peter Parker for the first time scene, which was a good, like, 10, 15-minute scene. That, and yeah, it also kind of... the thing that's like, okay, if you want to shave some runtime off the movie, you can cut all that shit out, and it's not necessary. But I loved it so much, yes. I don't care. Yes. You know? But it also gave you a chance to kind of catch your breath. In yes. besides, in between these massive long action sequences, it kind of well, got your also mind off of served things. As the origin, there, yes. bam, you're in, done. He's been he's been running around for six months dressed as this. Uh, Tony costume. Stark gives him his first suit. Yep. Uh, Aunt May doesn't know. He's still trying to be a kid, and and but he, you know, he's found out he's got these powers, so he wants to do good. So it's the whole origin in a breathing part of Civil War. So now when you can just jump right into a movie, he's got the suit. You don't have to explain shit. You did all that with the the Tony Stark scene. You so just got to introduce. In you just got to introduce the supporting characters. You already know Spider Man. You already know Peter Parker. You already know Aunt May. So let's Super let's fucking hot Aunt May. <laughs> <laughs> who Tony Stark was like 10 minutes away from finger banging. <laughs> yeah. He, yeah. If he was lucky he got home when he did and not five minutes later. <laughs> yeah. He would have been walking in on something completely different. And then, you know, the end when Black Panther stops Zemo from putting a bullet in his head and he sees, you know, Zemo's whole plan was based on revenge. You got Tony, going up against Cap and Winter Soldier, just sick with revenge. You know, the entire time Black Panther's wanted revenge for the death of his father, and he just kind of steps back and he's like, man, all you white people and <laughs> your revenge, like, I, I need to get my shit together. Yeah. It's great. You white people tripping. I'm backing out. Revenge game, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit, we got some breaking news here. Oh shit. I'd play the sounder, but you guys wouldn't be able to hear it. Yeah, the footage of Aunt May and Say that again? There's some exclusive footage I'm dropping the chat of uh, Aunt May and her college days. <laughs> I think I know what this is going to be. <laughs> At the very least, like, you know, maybe a little later on, but it's, it's getting past stuff. <clears throat> Come on! I'm saying is, is Shield knows about this. <laughs> I'm looking at the thumbnails down below this GIF that is still loading. There it is. <laughs> solid, solid GIF. Solid, solid tits, GIF. Marissa Tomei. Those are Oscar-winning tits right there. Damn right. A plus. What? Did, what have we missed? That uh, okay? Falcon using his wings other than flying. Yeah. Dude, he was so fucking badass. <laughs> like, just that whole scene was amazing. Man, he's throwing him up in his shield, like, hitting guys with him, and, like, 
And he's, you know, telling Widow to thank Breadwing. <laughs> like, thank, say thank you. <laughs> give him a pet. Give him a pet. And I like that, like, he and Bucky just really don't like each other. Yes. <laughs> I hate you. I described it. I, I think it was in. No. I think it was in one of JM's numerous posts about how much he loved the movie. I described the Falcon Bucky relationship as Bucky is the girlfriend that broke Cap's heart, but Cap's trying to win her back. And Falcon, even though he knows Bucky hurt his friend, he still wants to help his friend win her back, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's pretty accurate. That's solid. And, like, we haven't talked at all about Cap and Bucky to the point where, like, it could have been a Cap and Bucky movie. That's all it could have. It could have just been them. And I think there would have been enough because there was enough drama. There was enough intrigue to it. and, And just the scenes with the two of them when Cap's just trying to get him to fucking remember him. Yeah, they're so good, man. They're so good together. And when he he agrees to go back on ice, it's fucking heartbreaking at the end. Like after all that shit, he gets him out, put him back in the fucking tube. Yeah, but he's got a yeah. nice view. It's a beautiful view, and you know, no <laughs> robot arm. But, but at least he knows he's safe until they can figure it out. Yeah, and if there's anybody that can figure it out, it's, it's those guys. And at least if they're they're looking for him, they're going to keep looking for him, but they're not going to. Look for him asleep. Oh, so man, they made, uh, you know what I mean? Cap says to T'Challa, he says, you know, they they find out he's here, they're going to come for him. T'Challa says, <laughs> let him try. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fuck yes, son. <laughs> I, I also asked this question the day of the movie. The story came out that this motherfucker signed an 11 picture deal. He's talking about wow. Se- Sebastian Stan as Winter Soldier. Remember back in the day? With Winter Soldier was coming out, that was the news, is that he signed an 11-picture deal. I know, I remember being 11, goddamn. That's a, that's, a lot of, that's a lot of pictures. That's what I'm saying. He's got to be in everything coming up. Okay. Um, Definitely I, I just Black pulled up, Panther, at least I, a part. I pulled up a story here. It's from 2014. It says Captain America 2 actor Sebastian Stan has nine-picture Marvel deal. Nice. But still, 9-11... What's the difference? Right. Yeah. So, so, okay, okay. Let's, let me look at something. Here. Well, I think that's just them hedging their bets. I believe Ruffalo had the same deal. Where they just Ruffalo's... signed him to a bunch of shit and then they'll plug him in when they want? Right. I think Ruffalo had the same thing. Ruffalo had a nine-picture deal, and so far he's done three. And, and probably they pr- have some sort of guarantee where even right. if they don't do nine – you're still going to get paid, you know, 10% for each one of those nine. You see the picture yeah. going around where they superimpose his face on Luke Skywalker and you can't tell. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, Mark yeah. Hamill shared that. <laughs> so look at, uh, let's see, according to the okay, so- Pojos, we're looking at. Seven hundred million dollars worldwide so far, so holy shit! I feel like the word of mouth is going to take it a little bit further than Batman v Superman. Oh yeah, 
Yeah, it, it's got. Oh, there's no way it's not going to beat it. Well, okay, so he's got five on his Internet Movie Database. They have him in Captain America: First Adventure, Winter Soldier. Yeah, but he signed that nine-picture deal. Did he sign it before the first Captain America? Oh, wait, wait, hold on. Well, Captain America Super Soldier, the video game, he was the voice. Yeah, I don't think that counts. Okay, so so First Avenger shouldn't count because that deal would have been signed for Winter Soldier. So Winter Soldier would be one. They have him on Ant-Man, uncredited. Yeah, Ant-Man doesn't count. That's a clip from this movie. From, From, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, but so I, I was Civil saying War. to Jose that if they wanted to count it, they probably could have because sure, essentially sure. he's in another movie. You know, it's the same scene used in yeah, two movies. Yeah, but what I'm saying is is from their business standpoint, they wouldn't want that to count either. Right. They Their, their end of the deal would be, no, 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 we shot that for Civil War. That counts as Civil War. That's not one of your contracted nine. We still got you... For seven more. Right. You know, we took footage you shot for this movie and used it as the after credit scene, but <clears throat> that does not count as the movie. You, you were not Which, in that movie. while we're on the topic, and I've said this a, a, a few times, is the that scene that was at the end of Ant-Man where Falcon's basically like, I know a guy. And, you know, that same scene is in Civil War. I because they got Bucky in the vice, and I assume they Which say is fucking cool. By the way, I, I assume Falcon saying I know a guy. I assumed that was because he thought of something that Ant Man could do to help Bucky. I didn't take it as both times I saw the scene. I didn't take it as I I know a guy that could be part of our team. I always just thought it was a. Mm, right, Ant Man yeah. can help. Like the the thing I was thinking of is either get him before we knew that Cap and Falcon put him in that vice. I thought it was, you know, Ant Man was going to help him out of the vice, and then I'm thinking, okay, well maybe he'll go subatomic and unscramble Bucky's brains so right, that right, right. he doesn't keep going all Winter Soldier. But it was essentially just, I know a guy that we could have on our team. I do love the bit where he kind of goes inside of a uh, Stark's arm and starts pulling <laughs> wires and shit. Like, just, I'm yeah. your conscience. <laughs> yeah, we don't talk much these days. <laughs> uh, he was, was he so was great. Like, oh, you're gonna need to repair that. <laughs> like just ripping his shit. I didn't not like Ant Man. I thought Ant Man was fun. I didn't think it was a great Marvel movie, but I feel like. His moments in Captain America: Civil War outshine anything in the Ant Man movie. It, it, it's fun watching him in that mosaic. Yes, with everybody, it's like you know, it's like, oh, but he's like, I'm shaking your hand a real long time, and look at Wanda. Oh, I've seen you before too. You're also great. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's do this thing, Arrow guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's another thing that I wanted to mention is those that are very pro DC anti Marvel use the ex- use the argument that Marvel's very jokey. It's very it's it's too funny for for movies. And man, you know what? It it's sometimes 
they're right, but I don't think they're right. I feel like the jokes in Civil War were so crisp and so rapid fire and perfectly placed to add levity to a really yeah. kind of fucked up, dark situation. Yeah. That it's not a comedy. No. But it's got jokes. You know what I mean? It's got jokes. That's okay. Every yeah, you scene. You can be serious and still have laughter. Every scene is punctuated. Been to a funeral that I have not cracked jokes at. <laughs> oh, I... well, that you know the Peggy funeral scene didn't really have many jokes in it. No, and, no, and no, I might have, I might have gotten a little weepy eyed during that. You know, yeah, see, see yeah, but, that. they, but that's where Captain America got that look like. Oh, you just got a whole lot sexy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my, that's who you are, girl? <laughs> I can pretend you're Peggy? What? But just Do using this. the one example is they have this crazy airport fight. Falcon and, and Bucky are fighting Spider-Man. And Falcon uses Red Wing to grab Spider-Man and, and drag him outside. And they're both laying there just exhausted. <laughs> and Bucky says, you couldn't have done that sooner? Falcon goes... I hate you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so real and and funny. And you know what? It fucking killed in the theater I was in. Yes. You know, yeah. like it killed. I laughed my fucking ass off through that entire movie. But I tried yeah. to hold it in a little bit. I didn't want to be laughy guy. <laughs> because even though Yeah, you're right. It's it is heavy. Subject matter, like it's a big deal. Like you know, like people are dying and they want to try to you know be better about it. That's great. That's it. The stakes are what they are. That's great. But like, it's still a fun movie. Like, and you know what? I want my superhero movies to be kind of fucking fun. You know, it's still a that, comic book when it comes down to it. Yeah, it's still comic booky. It's still, it's still a, it's a good movie. It is fun. Like you know. And when Vision fucking rolled in through the wall in in a fucking yeah. sweater sweater and dress pants, like I'm one of you guys. Yeah. But I, the door was open, so I thought this was cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought it was open invite. Yeah, I, I guess I'll go out the door. My bad. Yeah, all that shit works, man. And just you can have, you know, and Vision was fucking cool. Yes, yeah, it was also good. And the, the the like you mentioned it before though the scene he has with Wanda where they're talking about you know the gem and indirectly her powers it's really good man really good yeah. character stuff and and you're building that sexual tension exactly yeah which exactly. Is if he wasn't supposed to keep her there they would have fucked it it's cool that their connection from the gem is kind of what yes. helps create their romantic connection too it's it's smart stuff. Yeah, like, they know what the fuck they're doing. And, you know, it's just, say what you will about Batman v Superman. It wasn't fun. No. No. No, you did not walk out the same. Okay, so, so question. They're talking about, hey, tell me, teacher. Um, <laughs> weren't they saying, like, they're changing the name of the Infinity War? Yeah, yeah, they're going to make it so it's not... It's not going to be Infinity War Part 1. It's not going to be Infinity War Part 2. They're going to change that up a little bit. So, and what that means yet, I don't know. 
But you know what? I don't fucking care. Like, I have the utmost of faith. That makes me a fucking Mark fanboy guy, whatever. Fine. You know what? It's been <laughs> 10 years. They've earned my trust. Okay? I have no reason to not think that the next movie and the next five movies are all going to be excellent. Yeah, I don't care what the fuck it's called. <laughs> yeah. Call it the fuck you want. Call it Captain America Winter Soldier 2 Electric Boogaloo. I'm fucking there. <laughs> like, it's fine. Well, you know, we've talked about doing this for years now. And after seeing Civil War, uh, some of us got together as a group and decided we all need to see Infinity War Part 2 together. It's I the, agree. It's the end. It's the culmination. So we've got three years to make plans, figure out where, and and make this happen. I think if we're going to do it, that's that's the movie to do it. I agree. So... Uh, yeah, after what the... Pitch, pitch your fucking uh, arguments. <laughs> yeah. We'll take opening statements in 18 months. <laughs> we'll, we'll put this on the docket for mid-2017. Tito says this is the complete opposite from the BVS show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. yeah. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sorry. It is, though, like, I, I I'm just, smiling right now. I'm smiling. Yeah, just, I am... Uh, the, the, I, I took Zoe... Zoe got to see it before me, actually, because there was a kid having a birthday party that ran out the theater. That little shit. Smith. Yeah, that little <laughs> shit indeed. So, you know, I picked her up, and, like, you know, they were doing cake and presents and stuff like that, and I'm like, oh, I walk in, they're still doing it. I go, Zoe, we gotta go. We gotta go. She's like, why? And, like, the party's over, we gotta go. One of these fucking kids pulls <laughs> for me, and we're gonna have a problem, so we have to leave. Say bye. And so, <laughs> so you know, on the way out... I'm like, was it good? She's like, yeah. I'm like, I was thing. I go, cool, cool, cool. And I said, it's kind of a bummer, man, that, you know, because I was totally going to take you out to see it, you know, some of the time. And she goes, well, and she goes, well, I will still go with you to see it again. Yeah. That's my girl. That's right. So I'm going to go see it again probably uh, maybe Sunday. Yeah, we immediately started making plans about actually going to see it in IMAX, you know, once the crowds have died down a little bit. We don't have to stand in an hour line before the movie, you know. Because uh, I'm sure seeing that airport scene in IMAX is pretty fucking cool. Yeah, yeah, it was fucking wild. Can we? We've talked a lot about that airport scene, but probably the best scene in any superhero movie, possibly any movie ever. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's one of the greatest action sequences of all time. <laughs> like, unless you want to count, like you know, Fury Road as one long action sequence, which you totally could. Right. That's the only thing that comes close to it, at least in recent memory, for sure. But what Civil War has going for it, and the airport fight has going for it over Fury Road, is you've got 12 characters, or more. 12 characters all have character moments, all are able to use their powers uniquely and in tandem a lot of the time. Oh god, that opening scene where she were, were like they were just working together and Cat looked at at uh Scarlet Witch. Uh Scarlet Witch was like, you know, like we how we practiced and he bunched up behind the shield and she just fucking threw him through the building. The yeah. Fastball special. <laughs> Jesus, come on. That's fucking beautiful. Yeah, and uh, don't forget guys, because I'm sure you did. Um, X-Men Apocalypse comes out soon. Which uh, the embargo lifted yesterday, and reviews are not favorable. 
it's crazy. It's, they're either not favorable or incredible. Oh, they fun. love it. But remember, Days of Future Past, the reviews were pretty overwhelmingly really? positive. Days of Future Past is okay. Like, I don't love it, but it's But, all like, right. critical reviews, people were really into it. I'm, I was surprised to see m- mostly tepid reviews for uh, Age of Apo- or Apocalypse, which, you know what? People love these X-Men First Class, uh, Days of Future Past movies, and I have not been a fan. So maybe these bad reviews means I'll love it. <laughs> <laughs> but what's, what's such a bummer is a lot of these reviews are saying Storm, Psylocke, Angel, even like Nightcrawler, Jean Grey, and uh, Cyclops, like they don't get much screen time at all. Which is so weird. The whole handling of that is very, very odd. Uh, I saw someone said, it was speaking of screen time, someone said the other day that Spider-Man in Captain America Civil War has more lines than Superman has in Batman v Superman. Oh. Oh my god. Okay. I believe that to be true. <laughs> to compare those two again. You, you you look at the Batman Superman fight and you look at the Bucky Captain America Iron Man fight. The thing that I loved about the Iron Man Captain America fight is that it was localized. It was hand to hand. They weren't flying each other all over the fucking place, smashing into buildings, so on and so forth. They were f- fucking punching each other, and they right. weren't they weren't stopping. Neither of them were stopping. And it felt real. It felt like they were connecting with every hit compared to Batman and Superman, where it was very much so crashing through walls. Flying up, flying down, flying here. It didn't. It didn't feel like they were connecting with their fight. Fly into space. Yes. <laughs> Iron but, Man. I mean, if you're gonna Superman, maybe you should go. Whatever. I guess you can go into space. Let him go into space. But just, I love Batman, dude. I love Batman a lot. I don't I hate Superman, but like, I, I never gave a shit about either of them in that movie. Couldn't care. They're, they're, they, they, they fucking suck. Like, they're, 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 they're sucky people. Both of them are sucky people. Whereas you care about fucking everyone in Civil War. And, like, as far as, like, the Sokovia Accords part goes, like, you can't look at either one of them and say that they're right or wrong. Like, it's totally valid on both sides. Right. Which is something they did better than in the comic books. Like... Iron Man kind of became the villain of the comics at some yes. point. And, you know, and they, I feel like they didn't do that here, and that's really impressive. Well, yeah, they couldn't ruin that brand. Yeah, right. So they tiptoed around it. But I think by tiptoeing around it, they did, like you said, they did it better than the comics did. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, uh, fucking great. Right, we can talk about this shit all night, but I need to go take a leak, and so we probably wrap this shit up. All right. Because it is... It's so good, you guys. If you haven't seen it, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> Kelly. Kelly. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> if you haven't seen it, what the fuck is wrong with you? Go see it again. Because I will be 
goddamn sure to go see it again. Yeah, I could have. I could have. As soon as that second after credit scene showed, I could have sat there and watched the whole movie again. Yeah, yeah. If I didn't have a debate at a jacuzzi with a hot chick, I would have done the same goddamn thing. Yeah. Fucking day night, son. Picks or it didn't happen. <laughs> oh my god! All right. So we're gonna skip comics this week. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I actually started reading comics. Shut up! This time. Shut up! I know I did. I picked up uh, Wonder Woman again because I realized I have one through thirty. So uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me tell you what number I got, and you tell me if I need. When did Azarello stop? I don't recall exactly, but you can stop when he stops. All right. I I have up to 30. I have up to issue 35. That's got to be damn close. So I need to see how many more he did after 35. But I thought yeah. I was missing some in between, ha! so I never picked it up. 35 issues. Ah, nice. <laughs> so I have his whole run. I All did right, a so search I, for. I, I'm reading those. I'll talk about those. I did a search week. for Brian Azarello Wonder Woman, and this article came up that said uh, uh, a 35 issue run. The, nice. This week, Brian Azarello and artist Cliff Chang finished their three year 35 issue epic of the New 52's Wonder Woman. Cool. Uh, so I have the whole that whole run. I will say real quick though, um, uh, Moon Knight number two came out today, uh, and it was uh, the first issue. I was a little uh, lukewarm about it. I didn't know how I felt about it because they were setting up some really weird shit. And the payoffs come out right away. So you might want to get on that too, Jose. The idea is that Spectre wakes up and he's in like a like a mental institution, like a, like a, mm-hmm. like a crazy hospital, like I had a fucking one foot of a cuckoo's nest or something. And he's getting kind of, you know, glimpses of the fact that shit's not right. And they're, they're trying to tell him that, you know, all this Moon Knight stuff is all in his head and this and that. But he fucking plots his escape, gets out, and sees New York City, like, you know, with pyramids and shit covered in sand and all that. And Conchie was talking to him in his subconscious and all that. Cuts back, you know, they take him back inside and shit. And the idea is that Conchie reveals to him, and it's like, you know, and it's like, you know, bird head, you know, guy in a suit, Conchie, talking to him again. Basically tells him that, like, you know, he and the other Egyptian gods are basically these interdimensional beings and whatever. And, like, you know, they were kind of playing around with the Egyptians back in the day, back when they could manifest on Earth. But, like, they can't do that anymore. They can only take vessels. And that's why, you know, Mark Spector is Conchie's vessel. But Seth, the Egyptian god Seth, can become real. And so he's trying to subvert and kind of rewrite the world in his image. And so now, you know, it's Moon Knight, and, you know, his supporting cast, who are also these uh, patients at the insane asylum, going up against this, you know, incarnation of the Egyptian god Seth. And it's pretty fucking cool. It's neat. Hmm. Who, who's writing that? Uh, Jeff Lemire is writing it. And I think it's Greg Smallwood on art, and it's really, really cool. So I think I think you dig it. It's definitely a fun take on Moon Knight, kind of in the same, you know, emotional range as what they've been doing within the past few years. It's pretty cool. Then you dig it. All right. I'll jump on that. Like I said, this is issue two, so perfect time to jump on. All right, man. But, yeah, that was uh, that was the show. Fucking Civil War, guys. So good. It's, and and it's, after... What a difference <laughs> compared to how much of a downer this show was compared to the party we had for Batman. Right? And, you know, after watching Civil War, and I kind of 
pulled up the summer movie schedule to see like what's next and i'm looking at everything i'm like man i don't really give a fuck like this is it (laughs) you know i'm i'm interested in suicide squad but that's three months away and you know there's some movies that i'll be into seeing between now and then but nothing that's that's must see for me really yeah it is it is it is kind of sad strange the degree in which you know certain aspects of my life are just benchmarked by Marvel movies. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's it, I've said it once and I'll say it again. All of my adolescent years, all I wanted were live action Marvel comics movies. That's all I wanted. Like that, that, that was the goal for me. And now we got them and they're amazing. Yeah. They're great. So and they are I, fucking fun. I have, I have no use for any other movies anymore. <laughs> so what's the what's the odds Doctor Doom shows up in Infinity War? Oh man. If they can get it together, it'd be it'd be great. But they don't fucking need it. Although they might not. I saw the other day I think it was a bleeding cool headline I saw on my Twitter that uh Marvel re releasing some of those the classic Marvel Masterworks hardcovers, you know? Uh, what they do, they, you know, they reprint the old swords in the 60s and these big, nice, attractive volumes. Um, nary a Fantastic Four in that line. Ooh. Yeah, so it's like, damn, they're not even fucking reprinting the old shit anymore. Well, you That's know, harsh. Even, even more so than just Fox having the rights, you know, that last movie made Fantastic Four a toxic IP. True enough, yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, but, no, but all you have to do is say, Marvel's got it back, and all that's washed away. 100%. I don't know, though. I don't know how much the public knows about that kind of shit. I don't know. Maybe more than we... I think Marvel will make sure you know. True enough. True enough, yeah. The hype machine will roll out big time. I think the the easiest way to do it is to have Reed Richards on screen with Tony Stark. And having that scene, you know, in the scene with Tony Stark and Peter Parker, I kind of had to sit back and be like, holy shit, fucking, this is it. We finally got it. <laughs> yeah, it, it's happening, it's, you guys. It's the fucking is the dream. The dream is happening. Yes. So with Spider-Man being so young, we're not going to see the Punisher hunt him, right? Oh no, that would be great. That'd be even better. Yeah, because because yeah, Frank won't know that he's young. Yeah. Until he mm. gets close enough. It's awesome. But all right, not all it means to be seen, man. We will uh, talk about all that and more next week. Cause you know, I gotta go. I gotta make. I gotta go to the bathroom. What, right. what I gotta say? We're done. So yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, so what do you think? Show about guys goes around my bladder. That's right. So what do you think about the movie, guys? Email us podcast at panelsonpage.com, or you can leave us a voicemail six one six nine five one one pop. Um, you know, we know you fucking like it. Tell us how much you fucking loved it. Slobble over to novel. We've been in for the past hour and a half. So why not? Uh, yeah, for uh. Jason Nines, Jose Guzman, and Kelly Harris, who, god damn it, will hopefully by this time next week I've seen this shit. Ooh, we get to talk about it again. <laughs> yeah, we'll just do bust his balls relentlessly. Uh, I'm the Lord Reverend Rodriguez. We'll talk to you guys next week at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central at chat.panelandlumpages.com. Right, love you. Good night. Goodbye. Hey, shady baby, I'm hot like the prodigal sun.
bigger battle, any mini money, more and flower, you're the chosen one. Good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, it though. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Get him away! Hey, boo! 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 Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.